All the things you said about me, I get it. I do, it's just business. Where you crossed the line, though, was the first time you mentioned her. You're going to pay the ultimate price for disrespecting her. My wife. We ready to roll? Uh, I'm goddamn born ready. Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the Panels on Pages podcast. Big boys playing with big toys. This is quality content. The boomers are into it. Yeah, no shit. With your host, Lee Rodriguez. Uh, I am a visionary. Like, oh, you have a podcast? I'm like, no, no, that's not me. That's somebody else. Jason Nyes. Yeah, sure. I'm not getting any vegetables in my diet. I'm just a thick boy. Jose Guzman. Well, they should be here, I think. I told you, shouldn't have fucked the fucking squid. <laughs> Kelly Harris. Tell him Kelly eats band-aids. If there's any gang you want to be with, it's MDK. It's all about fucking hugs. And our good buddy Mahoney. Hey, Mahoney's here. What's up, Mahoney? You know what I was thinking, though, is you're a cracker-ass bitch. This is some unprecedented shit. Like, no one's ever done anything like this before. It's going to be massive. It's going to be great. And it's all killer, no filler. My seat's on fire. You take so hot. Like, this could never air today. It's there. It's reliable. You know what you're getting every single time. Man, I'm so glad you found us. You're all terrible people, and I'm glad you're my friend. What's that the intro? <laughs> That's really funny. Over 500 episodes, and you'd think they'd have the hang of it by now. Jose's like, are we live? <laughs> Let's goddamn do it. I'm waiting on you guys. What's going on, everybody? It is March 31st, 2219. And this is episode 507 of the Panels on Pages podcast. Uh, as you can tell, I am not the right Reverend Lee Rodriguez. Uh, he is off tonight dealing with uh, some quarantine shit. So I'm Jason Nyes, your host tonight. And with me is Mr. Jose Guzman. The sanitizing champ of the world. Kelly Harris. My wife. And our good buddy Mahoney. It really sucks that Lee got the quarantine shits. <laughs> so yeah, uh... We're going to fly by the seat of our pants tonight. No, Lee. You know, those are always special shows, but I got my boys. Boys supporting boys. So we're going to do it up. We're going to try and... You know and... who else you've got? <laughs> oh, Jamaican <Your> Lee? <laughs> oh, I thought it was Jamaican, Jamaican Lee. Jamaican Lee crazy. Boop, boop. Boop, Prime. <laughs> <laughs> I get a bump bump for every prime I got. If I wasn't Jamaican Lee, then why would I not be able to fit into any hat? <laughs> Just a coconut half coconut hat that he fashioned. Yep. But no, uh, seriously, I haven't been able to stop thinking about the Undertaker saying my wife like he's fucking Borat. Yeah, I, I did that for you, Kelly. I I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh my, my Undertaker. God. Why is the Undertaker married? Isn't he supposed to be like a zombie? <laughs> yeah, they flip flop on that. <laughs> yeah, Fuck he's out of here. he's just biker dude right now. Be happy even? Why can't a zombie be happy? I don't know. He can't. Zombies <laughs> love too. They don't. Well, he's not exactly a zombie. He's undead, undead, but he's not a zombie. Because like yeah. vampires, they're undead too. Well, vampires fuck. Yeah, so. vampires well, yeah. fuck. He's like a f- uh, a fuck zombie. All right. 
Fuck zombie. Uh, Kelly, today our good friend Kristen sent me an Instagram post that talked about French Elon Musk, uh, and I would like you to be that character forever. Wee oui, wee oui, Musk? Oh. I don't know enough about Elon Musk besides he's a weirdo that's he's, rich. He's yeah. a weirdo that's rich, and he, he likes to go to space. And also and accuse people of being he pedophiles. Oh, right. would you like to go to space? And he wants to drive his car underground all the time so he doesn't have to see poor people. Oh, we, we, yes, we go underground, we see no paws. <laughs> oh, French, French Elon Musk, you want to go do some hunting with Joe Rogan now? Pop, pop. <laughs> oh, Jamaican Lee, of course I'd like to go hunt with Joe Rogan and you. He doesn't hunt his own food, pop, pop. You know, what happened this week is it was one more week in my life where I absolutely never heard a story of Joe Rogan successfully killing an animal. Yeah. Uh, Mahoney was really hung up on Joe Rogan from last week. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, b- I believe that Joe Rogan believes he can hunt. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't, I don't really believe that Joe Rogan can hunt. Well, just because you might be classified as a hunter does not necessarily mean that you can hunt or have hunted something. True. True. Yeah, but if you go hunting and you hunt and you kill something and then you cook it and then you eat it, you hunted it. Sure, sure, sure. did you kill anything or did his friend just kill it? But you can be a hunter. What do you mean his friends? He goes out with a hunting posse that do all the hunting for him? Absolutely. There was one video I linked to Mahoney where it was professional hunter something something goes hunting with Joe Rogan. Yeah. And I was like, funny how that's worded. Professional hunter something something (laughs) and Joe Rogan. Nobody, Nobody calling Joe Rogan a hunter. Just Joe Rogan tagging along. Like, am I a professional video person because I stood behind you guys and held the tripod? Sure. Well, All right. You picked up the okay. camera that one time. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So what, 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 what was the headline? What was it? <laughs> a prof- it said professional hunter? Something like that. Okay. That went with him once? Right, right. It was one video. It was one video I linked to Mahoney to help Lee prove the theory that Joe Rogan is a hunter and could provide food for him. I rejected it. No, he did not like it. I I leapt up and swatted it right out of the air before it (laughs) could go through the basket. I keep imagining... Like he he was Shaq. I keep imagining Joe Rogan... Man, with, Joe Rogan, I know, honey. <laughs> using <laughs> using a bow and arrow with his feet, but then I remember that's Fuck Bo Jackson. Out of here, Joe Rogan using a bow and arrow. No, but Bo Jackson no uses. No, Bo Jackson with his feet. Yeah, Bo Jackson can shoot a bow and arrow with his feet. Damn straight. And Tito picked Bo Jackson. It was a good pick, Tito. So, how's uh quarantine working out for everybody? Not bad. I haven't left the house in a week. Yeah, uh, me and Mary went for a grocery run uh, last night, and it was the first time either of us had left the house in a week. And as we're leaving, Mary goes, hey, does either of us remember how to drive? (laughs) (laughs) Man, but uh, a week since we've been out, and uh, it was a lot more dead out than I remember it last time. As it should be. It's real nice. Hey, the fucking side. It's real Real? It's, yeah. it's as though uh, Thanos snapped. Mm-hmm. Like, but I think it's like 
Yeah, it's, and right. people are finally starting to pay attention to it. But then again, in New York, a fucking boat shows up, and all the dummies have to go look at it. <laughs> I do appreciate all the religious zealots packing into churches and saying "fuck it." So yeah, that's good. Yeah, survival of the fittest, especially with the villages down here. Those old fucks are don't give a goddamn. Nobody's no. gonna tell them that they can't go out and fuck. So you guys have seen a big boat before, right? <laughs> yeah. Like this, and this is just I fucking mean, me up. Like I don't, like, I, I wouldn't pay a big ass boat any, was any it, mind. Was it any? Was no. it? I thought it was special because like it was a boat filled with coronavirus. No, patients. it was the military boat that they're bringing in to to put all the non-corona people on. It's like a it's a medical hospital on a boat. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I, I saw a picture of that. But uh, it's like I've seen big ass boats before. <laughs> it's it's a fucking boat. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like I'm not gonna yeah. stop my day, especially in the middle of a pandemic, and crowd around with a bunch of people to look at a boat. Yeah, but do no. you think those are locals? Or do you think there's still tourists in New York that are gawking at a big boat? God, I'd hope not, but who knows. I, I feel like New Yorkers have better sense than that, but I could be You'd wrong. You think? Yeah. They just leave their trash on the sidewalk. Yeah. Some dude got raptured eating a bowl of chili. <laughs> <laughs> but are they just like, hey, I'm boating here. Like, it's fucking, it's a boat. Who gives a shit? Like, besides not going out two to three times a week, my life hasn't really changed. Except Mary's home all the time, and she's going to get me sent to HR. <laughs> wearing tights as pants, not wearing a bra. Yeah. We <laughs> encounter each other in the break room, and I you know, might grab a little butt. It's, Whoa. It's not going to end up good. But hey. luckily, I know the sexual harassment guy. Is it you? <laughs> it's me. <laughs> <laughs> So what you're saying is you're the, the corrupt sexual system. harassment guy? <laughs> you talk to the sexual harassment guy, and the sexual harassment guy's like, I don't know, put a baby in there. <laughs> yeah. He says, why don't you empty them balls? How about that? <laughs> so that's been cool. I've been doing a lot of yard work, so like, I'm actually out there getting some exercise, and I feel like if The Rock were here, he would definitely help me, but Mahoney doesn't agree. No, he would not help you do yard. The rock hasn't yeah, done a chore. He ain't doing yard He'd work. be too busy just picking up rocks in your yard and lifting. Is your them lawnmower over his head. made out of dumbbells? Yeah. <laughs> you the got a fucking would, kettlebell rake. He would go to help you do yard work, and he would spend the entire time on his phone. Well, that's fine. Or he's like, "Hang on, buddy, I need to squat you real fast." <laughs> no, not like surfing his phone, like on a phone call. So like yeah. the obnoxious way where you're just like, "Hey, like, if you're gonna just stand near me and talk to somebody else, like maybe go away." Yeah, but like Hang the on. lawnmowers, right? Mark Wahlberg is calling. You'd just be <laughs> gramming and sweating all over the place. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm halfway there. It's true. And you know, uh, since everybody's been at home and is watching a lot of Netflix and stuff, you know. We I talked about it a little last week, but Tiger King has become this big thing. But man, I fucking resent every time someone on Twitter says that Joe Exotic, a gay man, was able to convince two straight men to marry him. And I'm like, no, those men are not straight men. <laughs> they might have been. They might have been straight men. But 
when you marry a man, <laughs> you're a gay man now. At best, you're bisexual. Okay. All yeah. right. I haven't seen any episodes of this show, but I have been struggling listening to your descriptions of two straight men who married a gay man, and I'm like, I don't know how that yeah, that's works. Not what that is. They had a wedding ceremony. Where Joe Exotic married his two husbands at once. They all wore pink shirts. They all did it. Oh, is that what that's from? Yes. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Joe Exotic's gay? Yes. Joe Exotic is gay as fuck. No. <laughs> Joseph Exotic <laughs> is gay? I just don't, I don't understand the sentiment that these guys were somehow straight. Even if... It was drugs involved. It seems like a way to like Chuck Norrisify him. Yeah, I don't know, man. But like, as as soon as you marry a gay man, <laughs> yeah, like it's not like back in the day where gay men married straight women as a beard. Like, yeah. there's not a flip flop of that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it, no, it it does. It seems like it's one of those like, oh, wait. You know, he needs to have his own facts. Joe Exotic is so gay, he made two straight men marry him while they weren't gay. I appreciate more someone who claims that they're bi and has never sucked a dick than someone claiming that they're straight and has married a man. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to get that out there. That's been grinding my gears. You know what hasn't been grinding my gears? That fucking... Destro figure. Do you see that, Jose? That's yeah. cool. I, like I, I almost pulled the trigger on it, but I figured I'm gonna see that in stores at some point, right? Like, there's no way that this is a one and done thing. I'm gonna see a Destro. Know, you, you may never go to a store again. It's true. It's very true. Who knows? Can I bring it back to Joe Exotic real fast? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I, I, would I haven't love seen the show. Back. But remember today, or earlier today, when people were shocked that he said the N-word? <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that either. Like, I've, I looked at the man. Right. I got the context of who he is. And I'm, I was kind of like, yeah. That guy's definitely said some slurs in his day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't know anything about him except the picture. And I absolutely judged that book by the cover and was like, yeah. well, of course he said the N-word. Sure. Yeah, most of the people on that show say the N word pretty regularly. I'm sure. Yeah, like I don't know how you look at how you see this, and you're like, what? He said the N word because people are trying to turn him into some hero, some sort of like civil rights leader that they're trying but, to get him freed from prison. But he married two straight men. <laughs> He's an ally. Uh, what is the thing? Uh. So, yeah, uh, there was a tweet that was, there wasn't a moment watching Tiger King where I didn't think all those white people say the N-word. Water is wet. I don't know what you thought the case was going to be on this one. And then there's this video from Joe Exotic's TV show. What's going on here in this country? It's absolutely pathetic. I can't say the N-word, but you can get on YouTube and watch any black man's rap video, and they're calling each other the N-word. What the hell is this discrimination? I'm white. I can't say the N word, and they can't. And (laughs) And then the tweet immediately following that is my favorite Joe story is the first time Shaq came to the zoo. Joe didn't recognize him, and when Shaq left, Joe went, 
Did you see that big N-word? <laughs> My God. How do you not recognize Shaq? Well, I mean, there was that guy oh, at Toy wow. Fair. Yeah. We <laughs> saw was that thing. guy at Toy Fair. Standing next to me as Shaq walked past us and goes, Is that for you, think that was Shaq? Oh my god. It, it, it happens. Luckily, he didn't ask him if I, who I thought that big N-word was. <laughs> he just thought it. Oh my god. Him and his fucking Steven Universe shirt. Now, I uh, did not pull the trigger on the Destro, the 6-inch Hasbro Destro, which just looks beautiful. Because I'm hoping to find that in a store someday. But don't tell Mary, I did put in a pre-order for that figure arts Michael Keaton Batman. Nice. Holy shit, that thing looks so cool. I'm super Yeah, no, it looks it. really nice. Uh, what about Director Krennic from Hot Toys? <laughs> oh my god. What Imagine you- buying a Hot Toys of the dude in a cape. Like, he's just a dude. Yeah, He's I don't even. I have no idea who that is. He's like a secretary on the Death Star. He's like an architect. Like, oh, I got my favorite Star Wars character, the architect. Yeah, what Why blew would you want that? What blew my mind is I had never heard his first name before, and just seeing his first name in print kind of blew my mind. I I already forgot what it was. I'm I'm trying to find it right now. What's his name? Admiral uh, Admiral Chronic? Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Director. Director. Director, Director Orson Krennic. Fuck off. Orson. <laughs> Orson. The delectable Orson. Orson Chronic. <laughs> of House Chronic. He's literally like a project manager, Kelly. Like Grandma Tarkin comes strolling in and is like, "Are we on schedule?" Are we under budget? And he's like, yes, sir. And now you can own him as a hot toy. Yeah. Are they going to make a hot toy of the dude wearing the uh, Boba Fett costume in the behind the scenes pictures, but without the helmet on where he's just got the (laughs) sweet mustache? They're going to make a hot toy of the person who let Han Solo through the gate in the Solo movie uh, (laughs) that he bribed with that thing. And they were like, all right, cool. Come Jar Jar Binks hot toy, but of the guy playing Jar Jar Binks. Oh God, with the glasses. <laughs> How has there not been a Jar Jar hot toy? Has there not been? I feel like that would sell like hot cakes. This uh, director Orson Krennic hot toy. Either you've already bought all of the Star Wars hot toys, and you're somehow, you know, independently wealthy, and you can do that. Or this is like your first hot toy, and you're <laughs> never having sex. No, yeah. no, this is the one that like you're like. This is the one that re- that causes a divorce. <laughs> you're slightly too old to be asking for birthday presents like this, but like your grandparents are like, "Oh, I got you one of those hot toys you like." Oh no, and it's Director Krennic. <laughs> but they give them to you says it's. Darth Vader. We yeah. got you. We got you, Orville Chronic. <laughs> got you, White Darth Vader. Your favorite Star Wars. Orville, uh, he's the one that inspired the Popcorn Rebellion. <laughs> it's the Space Popcorn Man. He kept them all food and hungry. Kept them fed on that chippy ship. Oh, speaking of food, you guys been eating well during your quarantines? Fuck it. Oh, yeah. All yeah, kinds of shit. I ate a box of donuts. Yeah, like, uh, were, were you giving, so the, all, were you giving the all clear on eating donuts? What's up? <laughs> well, I was supposed to 
I mean, curb it. I, I've been as it's clear. It's a pandemic, nice. I've been as clear as you could from donuts. I haven't had a donut in, since November. I know that I was so excited for you, but I wanted to make sure that everything was good. Well, I figured if I eat six now, then I just won't touch them for a while. <laughs> what? Okay, well, they were Wawa donuts. Yeah. Wawa donuts, but they're wrapping them individually. Okay, now. did you get specific flavors or just all glazed or what? No, they got those. Uh, it's like it's like a um, regular donut, but it's like dipped in a like almost like a candy chocolate coating. Okay, it's not like frosting. It's like, like the those, whole donut like was those little ones. Yeah, kind of like an Edamons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're like those. Really great. Fucking good. Uh, 3.99 for 6. So Oh yeah. I mean, you're lucky I didn't buy 9. <laughs> you, you guys, it was 3 years ago that I got to experience Wawa for the first time. Oh man, that was a good time. Yeah, it was. I I always somehow I remember uh, what the fuck is his name? The the Samoan director Cranick. The Samoan <laughs> indie wrestler. <laughs> um, his Samo- name is Orson <laughs> Samoa. Oh, <laughs> uh, did we see him at WrestleMania? Uh, Jeff Cobb. Yeah, I keep. Um, I I have retconned it to where Jeff Cobb was in that Wawa when we were there, but I don't think that's true. <laughs> No, you're thinking of the picture that we saw of him like holding the donuts all sad because they're going to throw him away at right. the end of the day. Yeah, he went to the same Wawa, but not the same time yeah. that we were there. <laughs> That's it. Well, uh, He must have been working a different shift. Speaking of donuts, before I ended up in the hospital and before like shit started to get really locked down, uh, we saw a commercial for the KFC donut sandwich. And we were like, fuck it, let's let's give it a shot. So we headed in there, and they didn't have any signs anymore for the sandwich, but they did have signs for the donuts. So we asked if they still had the sandwich, and they are like, yeah, that's fine, that's fine. And then they uh, send the sandwiches out to us. And wait, it's... wait, wait, do they, they sell the donuts on their own? Well, uh, uh, you're burying the lead here. Oh, sorry. So we get these donut sandwiches, which are currently... Not on the menu. They have, you can get a meal and then a donut as a side. And once huh. we opened up the box, we realized why they're not doing donut sandwiches anymore because it's two full glazed donuts that apparently they make fresh in the back of KFC. And the whole thing is absolutely swimming in glaze to the point where. There's an inch of liquid glaze in the bottom of the box. And we're at the precipice of a pandemic. So they're like, we can't have people eating this and then licking their fucking fingers and then touching shit. So we better take this sandwich off the menu and just sell the donuts separately. Uh, it's yeah. straight up looking like a box I read about on Reddit. Oh, it looked like an Amiibo box for sure. So we actually ended up having to go and be like, yeah, can uh, can we get a couple knives and forks? <laughs> this shit is messy as fuck. And now, like, the donut has disappeared entirely from KFC's advertising and menu. 
Probably for the best. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like they they probably had high hopes for the KFC donut, but it just hit at just the wrong time. Yeah. And cuz they're probably looking to cut back. Like I saw McDonald's was cutting back their menu. It makes sense. Yeah. And then speaking of sandwiches, boy oh boy did we have a discussion today on Discord about sandwiches. Don't think I didn't make a note that you specifically called this chicken on a donut a sandwich. Yeah. I mean, technically... Well, it was supposed to be a sandwich. Yeah, why wouldn't it be a sandwich? I don't know. Lots of people are having strong opinions on what is and isn't a sandwich well, that's like days. saying if you had a sandwich... Like, if you were eating just a ham sandwich, and for whatever reason, you had to take off the top part of the bread, is it just... It's not a sandwich anymore? It's an open-faced. the face. same piece of food. It's an open-faced sandwich. Yeah. Open-faced sandwich? Yeah. See, so some... Someone insinuated that pizza was a sandwich. I did. I I did. If pizza is a sandwich, (laughs) is like jelly on toast a sandwich? I mean, uh, so I suggested... No, pizza pizza is a pie. It's not a sandwich. I suggested pizza as a sandwich because of the language we were using to define sandwiches. Because the main argument comes from, is a hot dog a sandwich? And in my heart of hearts, I do not believe... A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a hot dog. Anything that's some sort of sausage in a bun, that's that's its own category. A bratwurst in a bun, Polish sausage, Italian sausage, hot dog, that's their own thing. I don't consider that, in my heart of hearts, a sandwich. So, But when we looked it up on Wikipedia, hot dog counts as a sandwich because it's like... It just, They're it's, offshoots of the sub family, I'd well, say. Well, and, and I feel like a sub... Even though it's not two pieces of bread, it's more of a roll, definitely falls more in the sandwich part of the Venn diagram because a sub, you find the same ingredients that you would find on a a sandwich. You know, lunch meats, cheeses, vegetables, stuff like that. So then once we started getting loose with the language and saying, you know, it just needs to be bread with toppings, I was like, well, fucking, is, is pizza a sandwich? And then it got going into, well, I mean, if a hot dog's a sandwich, is a fucking taco a sandwich? Is an Oreo a sandwich? <laughs> Oreo is absolutely a sandwich. Oreo? It's a sandwich cookie. It's yeah. literally yeah. called a sandwich cookie. Yeah, Oreo is absolutely a sandwich. Uh, yeah, uh, Lee was not having a very good time with this conversation. Yeah, we gave him the quarantine <laughs> shit. Yeah. Definitely not an omelet. Yeah. Lee, have a day. <laughs> now, what do, you, what, do you, what do you guys think? Mahoney, I know your answer. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh, not necessarily, but it can be. I <laughs> see if, it, if it's cut up on a plate with like beans, then no. Yeah, the way I eat it is a sandwich. <laughs> okay. Because famously, what do I order nice? <laughs> Plain hot dog. <laughs> Plain hot dog. So I just put that shit in the middle of the bun, squish it down. And eat it as though it was two pieces of bread and meat in the middle. It's a sandwich for me. But for other people, they put all sorts of shit on there and they have to eat it sideways. And then in that case, I don't believe it's a sandwich. But again, it is an offshoot of the subfamily. So I could say that. I don't think the direction of your sandwich matters. No, see, see, I agree with Kelly. I feel like if you have a hot dog with a shitload of toppings on it, those yeah. toppings are not sandwiched in the bun. They're on yeah. top. 
the it, it's using sandwich as a verb, which keeps going through my head. You know, yeah. it's the, sandwich is not just a noun; it is also also a verb. And with a with a sub, even though it's a similar shape of a roll, you can still squish all that shit down, and all of your toppings are still inside of a bun. Well, yeah. there's nothing stopping you from squishing all your hot dog <laughs> toppings down inside of a bun. You seen a Chicago dog? Yeah, but yes. you, you don't really. You don't see anyone eating it like that. Right, exactly. You eat what? a hot dog like a hot dog. I don't, I, I'm positive that none of us have paid attention enough <laughs> to the way people eat a hot dog to know that no one ever turns oh, no, it like, I'm pretty like sure. 90s movie kill shot gun holding no. to be like, I'm going to just twist this 45 degrees and take a bite. Yeah, but if you're yeah, but I'm pretty dog... sure if you if people were smushing their shit together and eating the hot dogs like a sandwich, you would recognize yeah. it. Yeah. Like, and... well, how is that? No, I don't think that's even that weird. Like, What do you mean smushing it Have together? Have you ever seen it? Kelly brings you up... get your toppings all in the bun? Yeah. Kelly brings up the Chicago dog, and you're not Turn in a Chicago dog sideways yeah. without who, everything falling out. Who have you seen yeah. turn a hot dog sideways? <laughs> I I have turned a hot dog sideways. With all kinds of toppings on it? Yes. Turn that hot, hot dog, dog sideways <laughs> and turn it in Spanish candy ass. You get a hot dog bun. You put your mustard on the bottom. You put some sliced pepperoncinis on the bottom. You drop the hot dog on top. You squeeze that shit together real good. And I don't give a shit what direction it's in. I'll take a yeah, bite. Now you're not making it like a traditional hot dog. True. So you already changed what says the who? game. Why? Says yeah, who? but you changed the game from the base. <laughs> I, we're talking if somebody ordered a hot dog, if you, yeah, like you go to a hot dog cart and ordered a hot yeah. dog and they yeah. gave you the hot dog, yeah. you're not turning it sideways or you're not giving it a smush and then turning it sideways and eating it. You're going to keep it up. The open Let's say hypothetically, up. I was at oh I don't know Fenway Park, and they brought me mm, two hot dogs to my chair. Uh, I'm turning that shit sideways. It's <laughs> sticking it straight up your With candy ass. All that <laughs> shit on the top. What all that shit? What all that all the shit? Toppings. It's yeah, like the, all the toppings. Now this might be a little controversial. You order the fuck me up, and they give you that <laughs> <laughs> along the same lines as a hot dog, which I will agree has. The the qualities of a sandwich, but in my heart of hearts, I don't consider a sandwich. You know what else I don't consider a sandwich? Hamburgers, because that's a fucking burger. Like, it is, you right. look at it, and it is the components of a sandwich, but it's a hamburger. I wouldn't argue it. I would personally call it a sandwich, but it, yeah. if you want to classify it as its own genus, right. that's fine. If you took a hamburger bun and put a piece of chicken on it and lettuce and tomato, what would it be? A sandwich. Yeah, that's a sandwich. It's a sandwich. Yes. So if you take a hamburger bun and you put lettuce and tomato and a hamburger on it. It's a hamburger. Okay, okay. But... Why is that a hamburger, not a sandwich? Okay, okay. Because Question. it's a hamburger. Mahoney, if you because want to order. a hamburger. If you want to order the one with chicken on it, what would you say? What, what do you want? Let me get a chicken sandwich. Okay, what but would you, you say? Have you ever if... ordered a hamburger sandwich? <laughs> no, I have not, but that doesn't change the classification of it. Well, yeah, it does, because it's called a chicken sandwich. It's classified <laughs> as a chicken sandwich. Mahoney once went to the Cheesecake Factory and ordered a hamburger sandwich, sandwich <laughs> and it became a chicken sandwich. I'm, I'll tell you what, though. I'm going to start calling it that when I order it. I'll take one medium... Hamburger sandwich. Yeah, could I get a Big Mac hamburger sandwich? 
and a chicken hamburger. <laughs> and can you please turn that sideways? No, you wouldn't turn a burger sideways. You know what? Whoa, whoa, you whoa, probably whoa, would whoa, turn whoa. a burger you sideways. You'll pack a bunch of shit on a hot dog and turn it sideways, but you won't fuck around and eat a hot dog, a hamburger sideways? I'm going to turn whatever I'm eating any direction I need to turn it to get it in my mouth. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, but why do you have to turn a hot dog sideways? Yeah, but why would why you not? Why would you turn a hot dog sideways? If you ordered a chili dog, your first instinct is to turn it sideways and take a big honking bite. No, I'm not saying every single time. I'm saying there's nothing stopping you from turning a hot dog sideways and taking a bite of it. That's yeah, but, true. But, but what I agree, I agree with you. If you started the base by putting the condiments and the toppings on the bottom, like you suggested, when you do that, then you change the game from the beginning. But a regular old ordered hot dog, you're going to get everything on the top. Yeah. Right. So, first of all, I don't think the toppings on the top are quite as messy as you think they are. So, we disagree uh, there. If you order but a Chicago dog, it depends on what kind if of If you order a Chicago dog, yes. So, it depends. So, what I'm saying is, yeah, sure, if you have a hot dog that is overflowing with chili and turning it sideways will cause chili to dump on your lap, then of course you're not going to turn it sideways. But if you're eating a normal 99% of the time hot dog, then you could turn that thing any direction you want. And you're you can fine. turn it, but probably like 95% of the people won't turn it. Right. I don't think you know that. Okay, right, time nice. Go go okay, DVR I'm going every to start... TV every food network show that involves hot dogs. <laughs> yes, and then find 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 different clips. keep a Let's record of how they clips. eat them. Juan! Juan eats hot dogs for every fucking meal. Juan, what <laughs> what angle are you holding the man? Yeah, but do you trust Send the man us a who video. Eats French fries and onion rings? And hot dogs. The man is the closest thing we know to a hot dog expert. Of course I trust oh, him. Nice. Go through every episode of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Done. And see I what Guy Fieri does. I bet Guy Fieri turns his hot dogs whatever direction he needs to turn them to get it in his mouth. If we can find 30 clips of people eating hot dogs, let's see how many... Okay, here's the deal. Here's the, the deal. What if the hot dog... What if the, the height of the hot dog is like three inches, Right. And the width of the hot dog is like two inches. You're going to try and struggle through the three inches? No. Or are you, you going to turn your head or your hand or whatever? You turn your head. From the, the hot dogs you order it. You turn your head. You don't turn the hot dog. You turn your head. You turn whatever is easiest. Mm -mm, which no. is your head. No. Yeah, but, no okay. The majority of people do not turn their hot dogs. Do you right, turn Mahoney, your... Mahoney, Mahoney, come over here. Mahoney, come over here. You strongly disagree that... I strongly Jose, Jose, I need to talk to Mahoney over here. Calm down. What is it, Kelly? All right. Kelly, what is it? So here's how we fuck him up. <laughs> we get some videos of the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. And we say that's the evidence. That's one clip, though. Those aren't even in a bun. They, they, th those animals eat them however they want. <laughs> they drink their buns like they're... Yeah, yeah but those also juice. don't have toppings. Okay, so... Fucking shove them shits in four at a time. Most hot dogs just have mustard or ketchup on them. Yeah, but what blows my mind is you seem to think, like, people not turning their hot dog is the minority. <laughs> I'm saying... That's what baffles my mind. I'm saying that... What people are going to do 
is they're going to bring their food to their mouth in whatever angle and direction they need. Listen, Joey Chestnut is going to shove four hot dogs in his mouth at once. He don't give a fuck. But it's all mental. When you mentally eat a hot dog, you just people right. mentally oh. hold the hot dog with the opening up. And but then what you want me to it. believe is that they are conditioned to precariously hold it perfectly upright because they're worried about their toppings and it's got to be like a perfect 90 degree angle as it goes in their mouth and that's no, just what not... i'm saying is is the majority of the people who eat hot dogs do not turn it to the side and then take a bite and you seem to not believe that <laughs> I, I don't i don't believe it okay here's a picture of a hot dog in somebody's hands right here and that shit is at an angle let me see this where? I just googled hot dog. <laughs> oh, you dropped it in Discord? <laughs> just Hang googling on. hot dogs. Just googling hot dog. It is from Fox News, so it might not be trustworthy. America's Heartland. Fake hot dogs. <laughs> so, Illuminati, okay. Illuminati hot dogs don't turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are tacos sandwiches or what? Tacos Taco tacos. Uh, I would no. put that in another category with things like wraps and burritos. Well, that, okay. Hot dogs more of a sandwich than a taco. You don't even use bread. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, what if it's a tor- uh, flour tortilla? It's a technically not bread. a bread. That goes, a in, that goes into the wrap category. Yeah, but That's I would just, say yeah, a wrap. becoming a wrap or a burrito. I would say a wrap with, like, classic sandwich ingredients is more it's of a sandwich a than a hot dog is. No. 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 Because you still have the bread component. What's the most important thing to make a sandwich a sandwich is it being yeah. the bread. I don't think it's bread, though. I consider. I would consider okay, a okay, wrap. Okay, you question 10 people and ask them what's the first or what's one of the top three ingredients for a sandwich. And you tell me bread isn't in every answer. Well, that's a totally different that's a that's a different question. I would top say three ingredients. If you ask top three ingredients for a sandwich, nobody's gonna say bread. They're gonna talk about ingredients in the sandwich. Yeah, you would need to say what are the okay. top three things that you With, need to make over a sandwich. Your lifetime, how many times have you pictured a sandwich and you didn't picture bread? <laughs> <laughs> the picture in your head of the sandwich <laughs> and it didn't have bread. Just, I just picture loose flaps of meat. <laughs> Ingredients just floating. <laughs> it like, just looks like a goddamn Arby's commercial. Like we're in a space station, just globs of mustard just floating. <laughs> oh, this is fun. We have fun. So, uh, fun. thanks to this conversation, uh, we have decided what our top six is going to be for next week. So we'll get to that a little bit later. Top six Everybody... controversial sandwiches. <laughs> I want you all top to six go. Time somebody turn their hot dog sideways. <laughs> I want you all to go get a hot dog or two or five, and I want you to pay special attention as you're eating it to how you're holding it. Are you holding it perfectly upright, making sure that it's not at any sort of angle? Don't turn this hot dog to the side. (laughs) Of course they do. Is facing completely left or completely right? (laughs) Next time I'm with you, Jose, I'm eating my hot dog upside down, (laughs) and there's nothing you can do to stop me. Well, that's fine. No one talked about who doesn't eat hot dogs upside Enjoy down. dropping all them toppings in your lap. <laughs> Don't you worry about me. I'm going to be just fine. All right. When you're picking it out of your hair. 
<laughs> so Jose, Guys, how- make sure you film that so we can use it for a deep fake video where Mahoney's under a table. <laughs> <laughs> Jose, how's it going? How you doing? Ah, uh, doing all right. Fucking doing puzzles and goddamn Game of Thrones in it. Yeah. Season seven, episode two. When I get back at it, are are how how are you and the lady doing with the the being stuck inside together all all the time? Are are you, are you enjoying each other's company? Are you at, at each other's throats? What's going on? No, it's just chill time. It's good, good. Yeah, she's not used to being off, so she's got no idea what day it is. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, welcome to my hell. <laughs> yep. So, oh my god. I am flooding the fucking Discord with pictures of people eating hot dogs sideways. FYI, where, where, everywhere. He's putting them in the fucking TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that little little artard! Oh my god, these kids, these kids yeah. should have been aborted. What oh, the why? fuck? Oh no, I don't want that. No, that new that other picture is mm-hmm. not okay. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Don't feed your no. This one. Yeah, those pictures belong. Oh, what? There's only one that's tiger. That is an abomination against oh, God. What the fuck is that? <laughs> the chick in the middle is the only one eating it sideways. It's a fucking. What are you talking the... about? They're all eating it sideways. Oh my God! No, the there's, other ones are an angle. Celebrity Betty White eating her hot dog sideways. <laughs> Beautiful young woman eating a hot dog isolated against white background. <laughs> Betty White hot dog got JPEG. Yeah, but Betty White doesn't look like she knows what she's doing with that hot dog. Oh, that's dog. a thick, that's a long wiener. <laughs> that also looks like that hot dog isn't real. Yeah, and it also, it's falling <laughs> oh, apart. It's, real. it's falling oh, apart it's in her hands. fucking real. And that dumb bitch eating the sub backwards. That's stupid. But that's a hot dog. It's an abomination of a hot dog, but that's a hot dog. Oh, that's a fucking hot dog that she's eating from the ass? Yeah, look at it. Like, look at the... Why is it made out of, like, silly putty? Maybe it's some hey, sort of, would like... would you say that the Nathan's hot dog eating guys are, like, hot dog experts? Because check this guy out. He's got his hot dog sideways. <laughs> he does. But also, it has no toppings on it. Who gives a shit? Well, that's Plain the hot point. Dog. Uh, the person holding it sideways does. <laughs> Plain hot dog. (laughs) That plain hot dog from Shake Shack was pretty good. Plain hot dog evidence does mean nothing. Yeah, because all you're showing me are hot dogs with nothing on them, or hot dogs. No, that's not true. There's toppings on some of those hot dogs. Well, not not. every one of them. That kid's gonna get ketchup all over his pants. Yeah. The only top, the only picture with uh, toppings Uh, on it. The guy's making sure he's holding straight up. The beautiful young woman eating a hot dog isolated against a white background. There's no hot. There's no topics on that. That's a sub, and she's not eating it sideways either. She's eating it from the back. That is absolutely a hot dog. It's an affront to God, but it's a hot dog. (laughs) There's definitely ketchup on the girl. Look at it, Jose. Sesame seed bun with Jose. Zoom in on the meat. Yeah, it's meat. It's that's a hot dog. That's a hot dog. Look at it. The girl in the pink shirt. There's absolutely ketchup. You could see it. No, Betty White may not, not have it. Dog. I don't know what it's Betty White. Morally compromising or well, no, it's a hot dog. Follow well, along yeah, at home on the. Uh, is exactly what I said. All of this is in the talk 
dirty to me section of the pop discord. Yeah, for some reason, Mahoney's along. putting this into the, the because yeah, that's abomination the, TikTok. The only picture panel. with actual toppings on it, the there guy's not holding it sideways. There you He's go. There's one with the mustard. No, that's that's, that's fake. That dude's hands are so that's small. That's seventy-five okay. degrees at best. That's not sideways. Okay. Yeah, no, that's yeah, not. That's not even sideways. So here, again, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Enjoy this one. <laughs> <laughs> but he also Still eats no his topping. pizza with a fork and knife, so fuck him. <laughs> yeah, but still, plain hot dog, no yeah. topping. What a dildo. I think you're just, you're proving my point. Yeah, no, Mahoney, you, you're proving Jose's point. No, at this I'm point. not proving any of yes, Jose's because the only, no, the only picture, the only picture you posted that has actual toppings, onions, peppers, shit like that, he's not holding it sideways. Every single because one all of the shit hot dogs sideways. He's holding it straight up with a tilt so that you can see what's in it. But he's not holding it sideways, nomming down on it. All that shit would fall out. Here. Nobody wants lap hot dog. Every one of these pictures where they're holding it sideways and it's plain, it's also falling apart in their hands. This, yeah. one, this one has toppings. <laughs> <laughs> but that's straight up a no! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think if anything, you're yep. helping my case. Yeah. No, I'm not helping your case at all. I agree with Jose. No, yeah. No, uh, Mahoney, I'm. I was with you. Uh, yeah, you. Everybody was with you until you started proving yourself <laughs> oh, wrong. You're shit. like, look at more proof. How about this? Well, oh, the there. Fuck? Yeah, there you go. So one out of one. Oh, two, please! There's three, more than one, and you four, know it. Five, six, seven. Everybody, eight, go to the TikTok nine, Discord. Ten, eleven. That Jose 12. doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, but see, that's another situation where pictures. it looks well, like they put the toppings on the bottom, like you were talking about. Which is exactly what I said. If you do that, you're changing the game right. of how you build a regular hot dog. Because that looks like the neon, yellow, the neon green. I'm looking right at to- at mustard on the top of that hot dog. But still, yeah, the but mustard. Then relish already, on the we've bottom. We've established if you have mustard and just ketchup, you can turn it however you want. Those aren't yes, really toppings I'm that saying. are falling off. That's what I'm saying. That's what I said. No, <laughs> you, said, said. you said any hot dog. You make it sound like the first hot dog picture no. you posted. You could turn that sideways, and that's how people eat it. I specifically said, "Here's J Lo eating a hot dog." I'm going to share that one just for Tito. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I specifically said that if you have a hot dog that you turn sideways and it would cause everything to fall on your lap, then of course you wouldn't do that. Oh my god. Who eats a hot dog like that? <laughs> J-Lo. No! Somebody who's she, got two seconds to eat? She's J-Lo a, has apparently never had a hot dog She's before. an alien who just came down from space. <laughs> Someone handed her a hot dog and she's like, what the fuck? All right, look at the gift that I posted. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, Guy Fieri, it looks like a... Um, like a like a beef and pepper sandwich, and the beef and pepper sandwich is staying straight up and down, and he moves his head sideways. Yep. Well, if Guy Fieri says it, it's fucking law. It's true. Like, yeah. No, it's. What the fuck, J Lo? She's it's sealed. Single fisting a yeah. hot dog <laughs> sideways, not even looking at it, not even <laughs> sure if she's doing it right. Oh, you, you can't when you're eating it like that. You can't do it wrong. She probably <laughs> never even breathed. She just oh, and that thing was gone. That was the only known picture of that hot dog, like a fucking seagull. 
she oh baby god. birded it to fucking Alex Rodriguez. Oh my god. So how is uh, Game of Thrones? <laughs> how is Game of Thrones, Jose? It's a fucking sandwich. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a sandwich. A, that's a she's sub. still holding the sandwich correctly. Is that Taylor Swift? No, that's like a child. Stop <laughs> posting pictures of billionaires eating hot dogs wrong. That is All not a... examples are either stock photos or billionaires. Or just TikToks that don't know how to operate a hot dog. He, do- he doesn't even look like he enjoys it. No. He's gulping, he probably doesn't. He's gulping he's that down by it. just for votes. <laughs> that pup. <laughs> Aww. That's sweet. A dog with a hot dog in his mouth, <laughs> 600 by 400 dot JPEG. If only it was a hot dog, hot dog, dog, and a hot dog suit. Yeah. Anyways, everybody come join us in the talk dirty to me section of the Discord. Yeah. Well, I turned into a fucking eat hot dogs dirty to me. Thank yeah. God I got links working again. Which, for those uh, at home, if you're having trouble with your Discord links, just uh, make sure that your computer completely blacks out at some point and restarts. And then it'll be all good. Nice. <laughs> uh, like, use way too much memory so that your computer just randomly shuts down, and then your Discord will work again. There you go. So, Kelly, what's uh, what's going on? How's how's wrestling this week? Wrestling's not bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're going to talk about wrestling a lot later, but there's one match that I watched that I do need to talk about. Okay. Because I feel like this would have been the perfect match for Mahoney to go to sit in the front row and read a magazine. <laughs> it was the... Uh, so Noah did a uh, no-fans show in uh, Currican Hall on the 29th, I believe Noah. it was. And they the main event was uh, Go Shiozaki defending the GHC heavyweight title against uh, Kazuyuki Fujita. And the first 30 minutes of this match was just them staring at each other. Like, they just stood in the ring. How long? 30 minutes. No. 30 minutes. They did not have a 30-minute staring contest. They had a 30-minute stare down. Were they at least circling each other, or were they standing still? Fujita moved twice. <laughs> oh, my God. Why do you watch this? And I knew this was happening. Like, I, I saw people talking about it, and I was like, this is... I, there, and I said, there's no fucking way I'm watching this. Because I, I, did, I did actually really want to see the match, because the lead-up was good. And I was like, fine, I'll, I'll watch the second half of the match. But I turned it on, and I started fucking around my phone. And then I just started watching it. Because it was unintentionally hilarious. Because every now and then, like, the referee would just kind of stare at him and just go, Go! To try and get him to go, and just nothing. And that made me laugh every single time. <laughs> the photographers that were there were just kind of circling around waiting for something to happen and like if someone twitched a bit they'd put put the camera up real fast and then no nothing again okay some of the guys who like accompanied the wrestlers to the ring like one of them just looked pissed like he was just so mad they were wasting his time there's other ones that looked so bored like it was amazing i was having a ball just watching everyone but the wrestlers 
And then, so like, then they actually did start wrestling, and then it got boring, which somehow <laughs> more boring than them staring at each other. But then it got amazing again when they started brawling around on the outside of the ring. And Fujita, who's who's pretty much an old man at this point, grabs off of like the timekeeper's table, grabs a bottle of hand sanitizer. Oh no. Ugh. And you could tell he was going to try and like spray it in the eyes of the guy he was wrestling, but he's like, that won't work. So he takes the top off and tries to drink it to spray in his eyes. But at first he <laughs> gets some in his mouth and instantly almost throws up because <laughs> it's and he has to spit it out, and he gags a bit, and then he just does it again because he's too committed to the bit to not do it at this point. <laughs> and if you go back and look at the tape, you can see one of the guys that came to the ring with him tried to stop him from grabbing the hand sanitizer, but wasn't quick <laughs> enough. <laughs> it was bizarre, but I feel like that match would have only been better with Mahoney sitting at ringside reading a magazine through it. Just Mahoney. Yeah. Honestly... Yeah. If two old men spent 30 minutes staring at each other, I probably wouldn't have been looking at the magazine because I would have been like, what the fuck is going on? See, why that's, is and that was me. This? That was why I, I was like, how is how is this happening? Like, I, I at first I was like, I'm just going to skip ahead. But then I started watching it like, what the fuck is this? It, it was something. Never seen anything like it. Probably will never see anything like it again. It's it's a real unique time for wrestling with, with it these really no is. fan shows. Because that would never have played in front of an audience. Mm-hmm. Like, it never would have worked. Just like Matt Hardy teleporting. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> I do like the explanation that it was Vanguard 1 projecting him. I do like, yeah, they're like backtracking. It's like, oh, he's not magic. Right. No, he's not magic, guys. Don't worry. Even though he's yeah. possessed by a 2,000-year-old man. Yeah. It'll I'm, be fine. I, I've, been, I've been over the Matt Hardy stuff for a while now. I don't really want it in AEW. Yeah, I never, I never really was a fan of the broken Matt Hardy stuff, but it got to the point where it was so ubiquitous and so popular that, you know, I just kind of support Matt Hardy still getting work. Uh yeah, I, think- I liked it initially in T and uh, Impact. Yeah. yeah, it was still TNA back then. I think. Oh my god! Uh, but I think it was still TNA. I could be wrong. But yeah, like I liked the stuff initially just because it was different and weird, and it was him and his brother just doing stupid shit in their backyard. Yeah, I thought it was like, real bad back then. Yeah, like I I didn't think it was good, but I thought it was fun. Like now it seems like the joke is not a joke anymore. And now they take it a little too seriously. Well, I mean, I guess we'll see if if it draws anything. And I don't think it will. Like, the Hardys really haven't shown... Or Matt Hardy in this character hasn't shown that he can draw as this Well, also, he was buried in WWE, so, you know... Yeah. At least give him a chance to kind of feel things out and then reinvent yourself again. If if you keep being possessed by different 2,000-year-old men. Yeah, I, I don't like him body. being involved in blood and guts, though. Because it feels like, oh, this was a personal feud, and now it's not. Yeah, it's especially weird since they seem to have pushed everything off. Yeah. Yeah. Because it made sense back when Nick couldn't do it because his wife just had a baby, so he was home. Right. Definitely. But now, now that Matt Hardy... Now, now that everything got pushed back, there's no point for Matt Hardy to be there. Yeah, now they're doing this TNT championship tournament. 
Yeah, like that's fine. That's a good way to kill time, especially yeah. when they've got like a shit ton of stuff filmed. It seems like. And I did like the um, my probably my favorite thing so far from the uh, empty arena tapings for AEW was the the first time when MJF was betting on everything. Yeah, that was very good. Like that stuff was good. Having the heels and the faces on either side of the ring, you know, providing that crowd noise and a little activity outside helped, and it yeah, was sorely silence missed. And echoes. Yeah, it was sorely missed this past week. Yeah, because it always sucks because, you know, you hit the move and you're just trained to, like, look at the right. crowd for that reaction. And yeah. there's just there is no reaction now. There's there's not that it doesn't have the same when you're pumping your fist to try to get it going. And there's nobody exactly clapping you on. Well, yeah. uh, also, you know, the crowd gives them adrenaline. So when they're doing these big spots, they don't necessarily feel it as much. So they're yeah. doing all these moves to empty arenas and feeling every fucking inch of it. Yeah. Ooh. And like the uh, Raw this past Monday yeah. night with uh, Montez Ford <laughs> taking the dive and no one catching yeah. him and him just landing Ford, flat on his back. Montez Ford yeeting himself out of the ring to yeah. nothing and landing yeah. flat on his back. Like, just to no one. There is no reason to do that. Like, there's no reason to do that with a crowd in WWE, yeah. let alone no crowd. Yeah, because... It was a mirage, I thought. Because fucking fun. Austin Theory went to the Miz school for catching people. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, they Mahoney, all... Mahoney, you know who one of those people are. Yeah. I am not listening at all. You know who the Miz is. Oh, the Miz. Yeah, I know the Miz. Yeah. Uh, did you hear that the Miz showed up to work sick? And a bunch of people said, fuck this, I'm not going to WrestleMania. No. Yeah, he showed I'm up to work. that he would have done that. He showed up to work sick, sick, when one of his co-workers has recovered from leukemia. Yeah. Like, that's absurd. It's a real Miz move, man. I figured he would be past doing things like that. <laughs> Did he wear his um, surgical mask upside down? <laughs> you like the way he flips the mic flag upside down with the M? Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so yeah, there was that. And uh, nice. Is your wife listening to the show? Um, uh, She might be. She was. Uh, she know. is. Get her in here. We need to talk about Animal Crossing. <laughs> Absolutely oh <my> not. <laughs> I you need guys to, I need to ask your her own... about the spider thing that happened. Oh my god, she was collecting so many spiders last night, and she was telling like me that that part I get. I want to know about the dude she gave him to because I've never seen that guy before. Oh, I need to know who this man is. <laughs> it's not Tom Nook. It wasn't because that man wasn't in the article that she sent me. Oh, I guarantee you, if she is still listening, she'll be in yeah. here any second. <laughs> good, good, because I I need to know what was up with that. But yeah, no, I've I've obviously been playing a lot of Animal Crossing, and it it is. Oh, here she is! Thank God. <laughs> you gotta here. I believe she said his name is Bryce LaForge. <laughs> Hey Bryce LaForge, Bryce Spider LaForge King. Bought the spiders. Okay. What? What? Are you, what's your questions about tarantulas on your island? Who was the I guy married. you sold them to? A uh, flick. Who? The fuck is that? Is he just like a guy in your town? No, no, no. So he randomly shows up, kind of like um, uh, I don't know, some of the other ones that just randomly show up on your island. Oh, like the like the beaver that buys the fish. 
Yeah, I haven't seen the beaver that buys the fish. He showed up today, and he's, like, obsessed with esports. And he's like, man, if you catch three big fish, you gotta let me know so I can show them on the stream. And you're like, all right. <laughs> no, I haven't I haven't met that guy. But no, this is the same sort of thing, except he's obsessed with bugs. So he'll pay oh, okay. you a premium for any bugs. So instead of selling the tarantulas to those, you know, creepy Timmy and Tommy, I sold them to Flick for extra money. Okay. So that's okay, that do. makes sense then. Mm-hmm. Flick and chill with some spiders. <laughs> so yeah, yesterday when I saw him on my island, I was like, okay, t- tonight's the night to go catch some tarantulas. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because yeah, I saw you like sell. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy, and why is he paying <laughs> so much for spiders? So- well, they still they're still eight thousand bells. Oh yeah, per, no, there's still but- a bunch. But I was like, this seems high. Right. Yeah. Can you guys interact with each other, or is it like a one person game? Uh, I could go. She could come to my island, and I could go to hers, and we could hang out. That is true. I keep forgetting to open my island because you have to go. Yeah, I haven't opened my island yet either. I did at one point, and one of my coworkers showed up and then immediately left. So, like, I don't know how to take that. But um, it's (laughs) (laughs) it's um it's a pain in the butt because you have to like go to the airport and open your island, and it's a pain. Yeah, so I only I go to the airport when I want to go to a deserted island. Exactly. And just ravage their land. Exactly. When you get back from the airport, make sure you quarantine your <laughs> thing for 14 days. Um, what, what, you play an animal? No, you're, no, a, you're person. a person. Everybody else is an animal. You're the crossing. Yeah. Yeah. Today, mm-hmm. I did. Have you ever gotten like a gift from the airport? No. They sent me a shirt this morning. For the Dodo Airlines. <laughs> Maybe I haven't. I was I haven't, very excited. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I haven't used it enough. I don't know. Yeah, no, I was very excited about that this morning. Last time the airport gave me a gift, they let me chug my alcohol while holding a <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I was very, also very happy that once I unlocked the bigger town hall, that I could then buy a Godzilla yes. from Tom Nook. Yep. So I bought one of them bitches right away. Yep. I, I have not, but I know that I can. When you like go up and like press A by it, its eyes light up and it shoots fire out of its mouth. I might have to and get one now. Yeah, it's rad. I realized I need to buy another one so I can customize it and do other colors. Nice. It's the best game, you guys. It's so good. It's the perfect game for this time because it's like, hey, I can't go outside, but I can at Animal Crossing. Yep. And I can go talk to my friends, and I can give them bugs and all sorts of things. Yeah. Not, not only are there all the different animals to hang out with, but you can actually hang out with your actual friends if you decide to open up your island. Yeah. Like, I think this weekend I'm going to my buddy's island for his birthday. Nice. We're going to have a good old Animal Crossing birthday party. Goes, and all the animals are just banging. It's a <laughs> Ibiza orgy island. Ibiza. I mean, if you go to that one dude's, like... Island, I can't think of Harv. If you go to Harv's Island, there's the one room in his castle that just straight up looks like a Bang Bros. I set. haven't, I haven't gone to Harv's Island yet because, like, so my whole thing is, um, it's not me. I've, I've made it Moana themed, so it's Moana and it's Montanui and it's, you know, I'm doing this whole Disney theming thing with it, and I just don't want to put Moana in that situation with Harv's Island. I've heard about it. Yeah, and that seems no, it's, unwholesome. Sounds like Harvey's Island. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, 
Evidently, Harv he, he is gets a photographer. Up to some things. Harv is a photographer, and he takes pictures of you when you go to yeah. his island. So. Yeah, okay. And his his one of his rooms looks like a studio. Uh, Harvey said he makes movies and he can put you in one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, all, it all starts with some story. Uh, exactly. Hey, Mary. Yeah. Did you see that picture of JLo eating that hot dog? No. I did not. Well, that that sucks. It's kind of worth it though. That's that's probably the best JLo picture out there. I'll have to. Where is it? I'll look it up. Uh, you can see it in the talk dirty to me section of the Discord, or also uh, I sent it to you on Messenger. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And in Messenger, uh, oh, Mary yes. also just sent you the uh, Harv Studio. Right, 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 right. Oh, oh JLo! Man. Also sent you the picture by email. And Mary, please make mug. note. That's please not make how... note what direction that hot dog That's is. Not how you eat a hot dog. But also make note it's plain. Plain hot dog. <laughs> For the record, it might have been covered in chili that fell in her lap when she turned. That could be. Lunch. She could just have a big old chili lap right she's, now. She's yeah. Anger eaten because all the chili's on her lap. Yeah, you don't know. Wow. All right, well, Mary, thank you for coming on and explaining to to me who you sold your spiders to. Okay, thank you for letting me know about the weird fish guy. So I'll look out for yeah. him in the future. Yeah, he's a beaver, and he'll just yes. be walking around with a cell phone out, looking to take pictures, and he's a big influencer. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks for having me. I'm going to go to bed now. All right. Sleep good, man. Good night. Good night. Love ya. Well, that was cool. Ugh. Now we just have <laughs> knives back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. Hey, Animal Crossing. I tease her about Animal Crossing, but it keeps her out of trouble, so. Yeah, she wasn't doing Animal Crossing. You should be egging rabbit. the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> you can't egg the neighbors. Eggs are very hard to find right now. Uh, Unless you're one of those not... chicken people. Nobody's teepee in houses right <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> Could you imagine? The house would be ransacked. <laughs> yeah. So what... people wiping their ass on that house. <laughs> What's up with you, Mahoney? How much so... teepee you got? Oh, I got plenty. My house is loaded to bear. We're down to our final four rolls, and when we went to the grocery store last night, they had... It was pretty well stocked, except for the toilet paper and, and paper towels. That was all gone. Do you have an Asian grocery store? Um, Not necessarily close. We, okay. We're good for at least another week, week and a half with four rolls, but at some point, we're going to have to make, make a trek out. Yeah. Any kind of ethnic grocery store, try them. I like it. Uh, because Sam's, Sam's has been the place by us that has been most well-stocked on things like toilet paper. Can you go to Sam's I without think, a Sam's card in this time? No, but that's why. Oh, you got to pay to They should open it up. It. They keep the riffraff out. Yeah. So that's why they got the stuff, because people are like, I'm not paying for that. They'd look at you and go, "Ugh, you obviously don't play Animal Crossing." <laughs> They'd let Mary in though. Yeah, but we we've got the the Charmin Ultra, Charmin Ultra Strong, but it's those thick ass rolls where like you can't even spin them because they're so tight on the roll. The ones you gotta use like a quarter of the way through before you can put it on your. 
<laughs> yeah. Before you can actually put it yeah. on, right? And thankfully, after you know my hospital stay and with my antibiotics, my my poops have been they they basically fall out of my butt, and then the wipe up <laughs> is is real easy. Nice. It, it's, You're like, oh, I can use that one again. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> It's real fortunate. <laughs> he just puts it back. Yeah, there's, there's there's the unused fresh roll, and then there's just like a stack. You just fold it over, you know? Yeah. In a, in a shoe box. <laughs> uh, you got to see the, if those bidets are back in stock. There's another shoe box of ones that were like not the cleanest, but still usable, like. We're saving these for when shit gets bad. Yeah, use those for like your initial wipe, and then you get the clean toilet paper for the the follow up. I'm down to um, we got our last uh, pack and a half of wipes. Oh, oh. your 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 <laughs> butt has not had dry wipes in a decade. Well, I still well. It, if I feel it was heavy and I'm home, well, home or out, I I might you know do the first lift with paper, Dry paper. and then come back in and you know make sure the floors are mop. <laughs> <laughs> I have felt through this entire thing like somehow I've been ahead of the curve on everything because um, we've got wipes for like Will and like I stocked up on those just before they all went away. Like, I got toilet paper before all that went away. The other day, I grabbed a thing of Tylenol. Now, Tylenol is nowhere to be found in yeah. the entire world. Because they well, say, because like, you shouldn't you take any medication but Tylenol if you think you've got coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. like, no Advil. It ramps it up. Yeah, but that's, or, like, yeah. that's urban legend stuff, I feel. You know who spread that? Tylenol. Your cousin? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some Big guy Tylenol. at Tylenol's walking around, like, talking real loud. Oh, I heard... <laughs> You can only take Tylenol. My friend took ad leave and his head exploded. It's fucking stupid, though, that the toilet paper shelves are still empty. Like, where is it all at? Yeah, weren't they still making toilet paper? Like, did they stop? Yeah. So, like, wipes. Like, Tito needs Lysol wipes or Clorox. Like, Tito needs wipes. So I've been looking for wipes for him. And wipes I get. Like, they're probably still making Clorox wipes. But they're sending them to hospitals. Sure. And they're sending them to, like, essential business type situations. They're not sending them to Target and Walmart. You know, like, they're redirecting their supply. I get that. But, like, where the fuck are you sending all your toilet paper, yeah. Charmin? Even, even, like, the store brand trash? Like, that's out of stock? Like, yeah. you, you can't even fill a shelf with toilet paper? Right. The famous picture is the one of Tony Montana with a desk of nothing but toilet paper. <laughs> it's it's so stupid, man. Like, how did how, these companies even survive before this? I have how no soon idea. before I, you start seeing people smuggling the toilet paper out of the places that are open? Oh, oh I think that's already happening. Yeah, I'm sure. I took my dad to the VA and I went and took a shit, and I was like. <laughs> Hmm. You just pulled it and rolled it around your hand. You can't steal toilet paper from the VA. That's well, what I was gonna do was like tie a piece to my belt buckle and then just keep spinning. Exactly. And then when I when I got home, tie the other end to like the roll and then spin in reverse. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, I was at the last day, uh, well, last week, a uh, week ago when I was at work for the last time, I, I had to change out the roll of toilet paper in the bat in the public bathroom, and I was like, you know, someone probably just took all this. <laughs> probably. I, uh, I really do think that's happening. How soon before the employees who stock those bathrooms are like, hmm. Yeah. Like, you know they emptied the, the buildings where I work, and but they've yeah. got it down to only people who have to be there, and those people have to, like, check in and get their temperature taken and, like, all of this stuff. And I'm sure that they are paying close attention to who's coming out of these bathrooms overloaded with toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why that's why you wrap it around your body and wear a big baggy shirt. That's right. They uh, take all the toilet paper from the public bathroom and say, "Just use the air dryer." (laughs) 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 Just spread your cheeks, press the air dryer button, and just let it fly, buddy. Yeah, a garden hose that's coming in through the window. (laughs) That sounds terrible. Oh yeah, when they were sold out of that bidet, I was definitely looking at some of those uh, sink hose attachments like we used in India. Oh yeah. Or just transfer to the kitchen. You got one of those pull-out ones? Well, I mean, there's also, you know, just shit to shower. You got you got that island. Does it just lay down and pose each other <laughs> off? You just lay face down on the island. You're like, Mary! Just go downward dog on the kitchen. On Mary, I need you island. to catch some tarantulas. Mary, spray it off my ass. You got tile floors and you just mop it up. It's true. Yep. Should be a drain. So, oh. I can't go to the movies anymore because they're all closed. Yeah, uh, it sucks. And I'm working from home nonstop. And uh, the kids are so home. So I bought Stars six months for twenty five dollars, which is a pretty good deal if you're in the market for uh, something like that. Not bad. And they have Venom, so I've never seen Venom, so I watched that the other day, and I gotta say, not half bad. I pretty much enjoyed Venom. See, Venom's good. That's weird. Yeah. Did you watch yeah. it though? I watched- or did you did have I it what? on? What'd you say? Did you watch it or did you have it on? Uh, I I mean, I think that depends on what you consider me watching TV. I watched <laughs> it to the same extent as anything else that I watched. Exactly. Were you in the shower? I was not in the shower during Venom. <laughs> you should have adjourned to the shower during the lobster tank scene. Don't think I wouldn't have That's if it was shower part. time. Uh, I absolutely, I mean, I watch it on my tablet and I watch it wherever I happen to be at the time. So if it was time to go be in the shower, then we would have kept right on watching in the shower. I could, I could probably see that Venom is not a bad experience if you're watching it on your tablet while you're also working and not paying attention to it. Yeah. It was but good. imagine you were in a theater. I also watched com- Miss Bala. Oh, go on. Well, if I was in a theater, I would also be sitting there on my phone not paying attention to it. So it would be fine. That's so weird. You're so weird. <laughs> you love going to the movies. <laughs> you're so weird. You love going to the movies, but you're like, I just want to go so I can look at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Don't knock it until you try it. Uh, I watched Miss Bala. What is this? That was pretty good. That's the movie with the girl from... Uh, uh, what was that show? It was like a CW show about some like girl who got pregnant but never had sex. Riverdale. Oh, um, Riverdale. Uh, no, there's lots of sex on Riverdale. 
Someone Jane, Jane the, Virgin. the Virgin. Jane the Virgin. Yeah, the girl from Jane the Virgin goes to Tijuana and gets like kidnapped by like some drug cartel and has Sounds to like, like opposite of work for the them. Virgin. Yeah, definitely. So that was good. That movie bombed last year. I was gonna see it with my pass, and it was in theaters for like three days, and it did terribly. And I really don't know why, because it wasn't that bad. But oh well. well, I mean, those smaller movies like that don't get theater crowds these days because we can watch shit like that from home. Yeah, but nothing gets theater crowds like except for the big the movies, you know. Yeah. Um, what else did I watch on there? I watched the G.I. Joe movie from, like, 86, the oh, cartoon, shit. with, uh, with Globulus and Nemesis Enforcer and all that. That was awesome. Yeah, they were in a three-pack. They were. I had that three-pack. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in forever, and I loved it. Yeah. Um, what, did they break I that watched... up into 19 episodes when they aired that on TV? <laughs> I was thinking about showing my kids the Pyramid of Darkness, G.I. Joe, those, like, five episodes. Like, I should dig the DVDs out and show them that. I bet they'd like it. You should show them the uh, the PSAs, but the dubbed versions. <laughs> yes. <Body massa> <laughs> Katie would love those. Body Massage Machine Go! <laughs> Pork Top Sandwich. <laughs> um, and then I watched The Intruder, which is the Dennis Quinn. Movie where the people buy his house and he like doesn't move out and he just like terrorizes them. That was pretty good. <laughs> that doesn't sound real. <laughs> it's real. And I watched all of these things. Uh, I also watched Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, I watched all five of those movies between yesterday at like three o'clock and today at three o'clock. <laughs> so nice. I don't have a lot going on. I'm pretty much just watching movies on stars. <laughs> They got the Burbs. I'm going to watch the Burbs. The Burbs is great. Yep. They got a lot of good stuff. $25 for six months. Like, I spent 20 bucks to watch The Hunt. I could spend $25 to watch Stars for six months. Right. So, good deal. That's all I'm doing. Man, watching, watching movies, movies is fun. I installed a shelf in my guest room. Which is where my office is, like my my desk where I'm uh, I've been working. So right before everything went to hell, I bought one of those desks on Amazon that you push a button and it raises and lowers. Mm -hmm. So it's got this motor and you plug it in. It's wonderful. You can like I double click on preset number two and the thing raises up and I can stand at it. But then I am very tall, uh, so I had to get. So there's two ways you can get a sit to stand desk. You can either get one like that where the whole desk raises up. Or you can get one that sits on top of a desk that's not raising up, and then the thing like raises your computer up and down, right? Mm -hmm. So I am so tall, I had to get both, because that was the only way to get my laptop up high enough for me. <laughs> uh, but then, that caused all sorts of problems, because now my tablet's down low, but my laptop's up high, and I was like, well, I'm still fucking my neck up, because I'm staring down at the ground to watch my tablet. So I went and got a shelf on Amazon, and I installed a shelf, like, in the corner at eye level so I can put my tablet on it and watch TV. So You're yeah. set, man. Like, you could I'm do this set. for the rest of your life. I could. I don't, I don't ever want to go back to the office. Let's right? just do this. Like, what's wrong with this? <laughs> what if we always just stayed six feet away from each other and didn't talk? Yeah. Like, let's do that. Oh, no, I can't go to my family's birthday parties? Oh, that's a shame. Oh, darn. <laughs> oh, well. 
I really wanted to go to that nine-year-old's birthday party. Oh, well. Uh, they're going to be really sad you missed it. Yeah. Oh, it's at a play place? Oh, cool. Awesome. Get on those trampolines, bitch. Yeah. Juggalo John, I can't make it. Juggalo yeah. John in the chat asks, how tall is Mahoney? I'm like 6'3". He's pretty tall. Is that it? I don't feel tall until I can't raise a desk high enough to comfortably stand next to it. Mm-hmm. I would have guessed you were like 6'5". I don't know. Maybe. Vince would have seen you and been like, that kid's a star. (laughs) (laughs) We need to get him him yoked. Does he make porn? (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. Sounds like a guy who makes porn. He'd just give you a bunch of anabolic steroids and then you'd be champion of the WWF. (laughs) (laughs) Ico Pro. (laughs) Well, on that topic, uh, we do have a top six this week that is uh, wrestling related, and then so uh, it it is WrestleMania week, and boy, oh boy, what a what a WrestleMania it's gonna be! Two nights, three hours apiece, no fans, no one there, (laughs) no one there, already recorded, pre-taped WrestleMania. So uh, yeah, we're gonna talk. I think our... they still did all the pyro and all that. Uh, I think they still do pyro. Maybe it's. But I don't know if they do it in the performance center. Right. Maybe it's a little uh, smaller pyro. It's just a couple people running around with sparklers. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna do t- our top six WrestleMania matches, and then in honor of it being WrestleMania week, we've got a Popcast Classic for this week. A little long, but it is from back uh, when we did our first WrestleMania weekend. Where everybody came down to Orlando. And uh, this is, it's not a wrestling story, but it is the saga of Melvin. It is from episode 376. (laughs) So enjoy this. We'll be back in about eight minutes. Love you. Bye. And go. And now, a curated selection from deep within the Popcast Network archives. We proudly present. This podcast classic. So the plan was to go check out the um, uh, Evolve show that day. Uh, Thursday night. That show yeah. was supposed to start around 8, I think it was. Yeah. 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 And then uh, Joey Janela's spring break at midnight. Before we could do that, and hang out at the house a little bit, where we met one of our favorite characters in our long <laughs> storied history. Of doing this ridiculous shit together. So, with a tad warm and Casa de Nyes. Yeah. We're, you know, we're just a month into living in this place. And for the most part, the first few weeks that we were living here, it's been relatively nice outside. It's been mid-70s. So, the AC's been running, but it hasn't really had a, a challenge as of yet. But WrestleMania weekend... It was it was a challenge. It was up there. It was pushing ninety most days. Yeah. So we with the were, air and the toilet to to task. Yeah. <laughs> so we would you know have the thermostat set to seventy five, but it'd be fucking eighty degrees in there, and would just be running all the time. You know, previously we uh, you know called our landlord and they sent out this AC technician named Melvin, and. Uh, at that first, was not the first time you'd met Melvin? No, that was not the first time I met Melvin. <laughs> oh, that is delightful. And uh, uh, he came out and he refilled our refrigerant, which was almost empty. So we figured that that was 
the solution. But then, you know, we kept having problems. Called the landlord who called Melvin to try and set something up. And, of course, he shows up, you know, an hour before we have to leave for our first wrestling show when we've got a house full of people and we're all eating dinner. And, uh, boy, he's a character. Nice guy. Uh, of his, Oh, super nice his, guy. His, yeah, very nice man. His voice sounds like he's he's 19 cartons of cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like, a, like a Jewish grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jewish grandma that loves Newports. And yeah. whenever Kelly does Melvin's voice... He, he his his facial expression changes. It's eerie. It's it's and he'll look you dead in the fucking eye too when Kelly's doing the Melvin voice. <laughs> so Melvin I might have missed my calling as an actor. <laughs> Melvin's telling us all the possible causes of why the air conditioning isn't running perfectly. And we gotta say, let it also be said. Not being unhelpful. Right. No. Right. Uh, you know, uh, he, he says that it's running good. You know, he, he tested the temperature at the line. And it's sweating good. Lots it's, of sweat. Lots, lots of sweat. Of sweat. Yeah, just where you, you want, want that condensation. It's got to sweat. <laughs> sweat. But then he saw that the the vent, the actual duct work right at the unit, was shittily put together. Uh, you know, not sealed well. So he said that that could be a reason. He said that the... The insulation around the door could be the reason. There could be hot air uh, seeping in through the front door. But then he started... All valid reasons. Uh, all valid reasons. But then he, started, reasons. then he started telling us that we, we, we got too many lights on. <laughs> <laughs> he starts telling us, that, well, you got these... You got these hot lights up here, and the air, the air comes out of the vent, and the first thing it does is it hits those lights, and poof, no more cold air. That's why it stays so hot in here. And he's like, oh, you got you got extra people in here. That'll bring it the heat index up a couple degrees. Oh, you're cooking? You're cook- oh, there you go. You're cooking. How about that? You're cooking with lights on, extra people in the house. What do you expect? And at one point, Nigel's are like, yeah, well, uh, we came home to an empty house with the lights off. It was 80 degrees in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, bat me up, fellas, right? <laughs> like, yeah, man, uh, lights are not the source of the problem we got here. And like, so, How about some curtains? How about some curtains? Put some nice window treatment. Sure, stuff. sure. <laughs> no, good. We, we were planning on getting curtains to kind of, because our house faces the sunset. We got these big old windows, and yeah, a lot of heat comes through there. Sure. But still... Our AC should be working. Like, if it's set at 75, it should be 75 degrees in there, even if it's running constantly. But it's running constantly and says 80 degrees in there. So something's wrong, y'all. So, too many lights. Too many too lights, lights on so the house. The bit- and it's also not like you're living in a fucking iguana sanctuary. Like, <laughs> they're just yeah. normal-ass, run-of-the-mill lights. Yeah. I gotta blame your turtles and their bright-ass light they got. <laughs> So yeah, the the bit throughout the weekend was whenever somebody had some lights on, oh, there's your, there's your problem right there. <laughs> or complete bewilderment when the lights are on, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best parts, the best, the best moments was Kelly doing the Melvin bit. And he's like, if I come here and you you you's got a bunch of lights on, I'm gonna throw a fit. <laughs> 
<laughs> so throwing a fit was the weekend's running uh. gag to the point where Lee gets on his plane going home. <laughs> and Lee. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so I didn't mention this in the message, but, you know, I go sit down. It's me, an empty space, and a southern lady because I'm going back home to Nashville. Wearing a fucking surgical mask, like a like a decontamination, don't get me sick mask. Oh come on, right? You know, it's fine. Don't say much, but like you know, as kind of the last few people are shuffling on to the plane, this lady goes, "I swear, if a baby sits next to me, I'm gonna throw a fit." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then a tiny voice in the back of your head goes. Oh, preach, sister. <laughs> you better turn off that overhead light, too, while you're at it. Oh, this is delightful. My, my favorite Melvin bit. off that face mask, too, that's, a, like, insulating the heat. <laughs> my favorite Melvin bit was, again, one of Kelly's, and we're at the uh, the smaller of the two venues. There was the, uh, the big venue at the Hotel Convention Center, uh, and then the other one at the... Uh, Orlando Live Events Venue. Ole! Ole! Both super cool places. Both cool places, each with their strengths and weaknesses. Um, but the uh, OLE had fucking laser lights. Oh, the laser lights! Yeah. The laser lights were dope as fuck, you guys. The lasers. Yeah. But at one particular moment during the laser light show from one of the entrances, it was just dots, the laser light dots dancing around. And Kelly leans over, asks Melvin, and goes, Oh, guys, is he one degree, two degree, three degrees, four degrees? <laughs> he's, he's the looking, light bounce around the room. He's looking at all the lights that are surrounded around the ring. He's like, you got one light, you got two light, you got three light, four light. <laughs> Somehow it's cool in here. I don't understand. It was cool. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, God. Good stuff. I love Melvin. Join us again next week for yet another... Popcast Classic. That could never air today. It shouldn't have aired then. No. Bless Melvin's heart. I hope Melvin's doing well. I'm sure he's doing great. Staying cool. Staying cool. You know, you gotta stay in the house. It gotta be a nice, comfortable temperature. Just sitting in his house in the dark. Yep. Not cooking. Yeah. Not turning any lights on, not inviting people over like he should. And we we didn't realize it at the time, but Melvin was the genesis of Lee's <laughs> pro-light stance. <laughs> and he goes around turning lights on everywhere. You better not be sitting there in the dark, Zoe. So uh, uh, let's, let's get on with it. We're, we're talking WrestleMania, so we're going to do... Uh, Top six WrestleMania matches. Let's do this. One, two, three, four, five. Six, six, six. Top six. Six! I still like six. So, you know, they've had, what, 35 of these so far? 35. It's about to be 36. Yeah. Well, let's say 35 and a half because they're probably going to do a makeup WrestleMania later on this year if they can. I would imagine. It'll be in a uh, beautiful Jeddah. Yeah, beautiful Saudi Arabia. WrestleMania 36.5. So, uh, yeah, we figured, even though this whole thing is a clusterfuck this year, what a time to talk some wrestling and count down our top six WrestleMania matches. At one point, I pitched to Kelly, well, do we want to do uh, top six WrestleMania moments? And what did Kelly say? I hate when they call them WrestleMania moments. 
It's Why? all about the moments. I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah. Why? Because, because yeah. Vince obviously doesn't enjoy wrestling, and so he wants to create moments, and he always pushes moments. And sometimes you just get on the commentary, people yelling things like, special moment, special moment. Right. So yeah. it's not necessarily about the wrestling, but more about the, the spectacle of it, the moments in time. And so, I think the wrestling and should be most important in WrestleMania. So we we did get some uh, responses on the Discord from from the the bros and the population. You know this this wasn't going to be a topic that appeals to everyone, but so I took the idea to the Voices of Wrestling offices and got a boatload of lists. <laughs> yeah, a boatload, a literal boatload. So, uh, well, Kelly, why don't you start us off with your list? I, I'm excited to see. What you got is your top six WrestleMania matches. All right. So I've also been going through and been watching a bunch of old WrestleMania stuff. Like, I've just been going through show by show, picking matches here and there that I want to see. And that, that actually gave me my number six on my list was from WrestleMania 8, uh, Ric Flair versus Randy Savage. I had somehow never seen that match before. You know, me too. Dude, right? <laughs> and it's really good. Uh, that was... Was that that was the year that was supposed to be Flair Hogan, right? And it, yes, and it ended up being Flair Savage and then Hogan Sid. Yes, yeah. And Flair and Savage just went out and had like a bloody work rate territory match. It was and, awesome. And wasn't it like middle of the card too? Yeah, yeah. It was like was right weird. in the middle of the card. And then uh, the whole storyline of that was Ric Flair was talking. He was banging Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. And then they reunited after the match, right? Yeah. You know, I got a hot take. Oh. Miss Elizabeth is bad. <sighs> She's not good in her role at all. She's incredibly terrible at emoting. Yeah. But she was the first, kind That's of. That's the thing. Yeah. It, like, she just wasn't good in her role. A lot of. But... S- she was responsible for a lot of sexual awakenings. Yeah. And so she's very important nostalgia-wise to people, but if you go back, she her performances are very bad. But also, she was being abused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty. And which makes the WrestleMania, the Mega Powers Explode match even more insane, because that was the story of that match. Right. Like, if you if you go back on commentary, they're talking about Randy slapping her around. And just Which being is, super controlling and yeah. not letting her talk to anybody. Like, oh, this isn't story. This is just what was happening. You know, we we like to look back fondly on the Macho Man, but he was also a, a crazy motherfucker who yeah uh, was was emotionally uh, and sometimes physically abusive to Liz. Yeah, yeah, it's really messed up. But yeah, so Flair versus Savage. If you haven't seen it, like me, go back, go and watch it. It's really good. Uh, so my number five is from WrestleMania 30, uh, Triple H versus Daniel Bryan. Like I love that match. That's the par- the first part of Bryan's two part night. You know, opening and closing the show, ending with his big title win. Yeah, the the but old like, oops WrestleMania booking. Yeah, but you had the first match against Triple H, which was uh, preceded by the amazing video package that led into it which is one of my favorites they've ever done right up next to the uh wrestlemania 17 rock austin package with my way yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 but 
Yeah, that the Dan- the Daniel Bryan monster uh, promo video is one of the best they've ever done. And that match is great. It's probably Triple H's best in-ring match, I would say. Like he was really good in there and you could tell he was like I want to go out and have a great like just wrestling match, not like a big spectacle like he'd been doing with uh, Undertaker previously. Yeah, he he went out there and beat three of four of the four members of Evolution in one night. Yeah, I did not yeah. watch that WrestleMania live because after Batista won that Royal Rumble and not Daniel Bryan, uh, I canceled my WWE network and boycotted that year's WrestleMania. I eventually watched it later on. Which, looking back, we are kind of unfair to Batista because Batista's great. It wasn't about Batista. <laughs> No, it wasn't. It was that it wasn't Brian. Exactly. Batista's a great person. Telling you. He was put in a bad position. If they had gone with Roman winning, I think everyone would have been cool. Yeah, he was fucking... People loved him then. Yeah. Everyone would have been real cool about it. They're just real bad at that, man. Yep. Uh, So number four is a match I just watched uh, earlier today. Uh, Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 25. That is the first of their two matches, and it's fucking incredible. Uh, You may remember this one as the match where Undertaker goes for a dive to the outside and lands totally vertically headfirst into the ground, leaving an indent in the mat. (laughs) Because Sim Snuka was was, uh, uh, portraying a cameraman and was supposed to catch him and did not. He pulled a real Austin Theory... (laughs) He yeah. got so involved with his cover job, he wanted to make sure he didn't miss the shot. Yeah, and like the dent on the floor. Plus, there's some when he falls, there's some sort of just crack noise. I assume it's from the camera falling, mm. but it just is the grossest noise and sounds like Undertaker just died. But like everything after that is just incredible. That match is so good, and like holds up a lot better than I had remembered it. Like I remembered it being good, but then I rewatched it today, and it moved. It went from "eh, maybe it'll fall off the list" to shooting up to number four. Like I love that match. And they were some old fucks when they wrestled that match. Yeah, not as old you know as who, they are today. No, but you know who else was an old fuck? Who? The previous year in my number three, Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair from WrestleMania 24. Was that the one he cried right before he? Players retirement match, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that was Orlando. Yep. The I'm sorry, I love you into the super kick and the finish is one of the greatest finishes I've ever seen. And Flair was juicy as fuck in that one, wasn't he? Was was he bloody? I can't remember. It's been... I I don't know. Probably. I feel like it's a safe bet, but I honestly don't remember. He was definitely strawberry, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, he was strawberry for sure. Just skin Um, hanging. (laughs) (laughs) Number two is the second TLC match from WrestleMania 17 because it's just an insane car wreck and the best match of that kind we've ever seen, I think. Mm -hmm. Love them. Yep. And then uh, number one, my favorite match of all time, uh, Bret Hart versus Steve Austin from WrestleMania 13. Favorite match of all time, not just WrestleMania? All time. I love that match. I I watch it at least once a year. It's just so well done. The story is told so well with the double turn and just one of the greatest finishes ever with Austin passing out from the pain rather than giving up. Yeah, we got to send Mahoney a gif of uh, 
Squirt. Yeah. <laughs> Austin just fucking juicing. Yep. Austin squirt 16. Just, just <laughs> squeezing all the blood out of his head. Yeah. So good. Well, that was a good list, Kelly. Thank you. Uh, well, uh, let's go to the Discord. And uh, J-Pop chimes in first. Uh, he says number six is TLC from WrestleMania 17, which... Uh, was that the same one that you had on your list, Kelly? Yes. Okay. And that's, uh, for those TLP that don't know, two. that's the, the Hardys versus the Dudleys versus Edge and Christian. And then that's the one where Rhino and Lita and Spike, Spike. Dudley got involved. Yeah. And that was like, was that Rhino's debut? No, I think he'd been around for a little bit with okay. Edge and Christian. Okay. Uh, then he goes... Uh, number five uh, from the same WrestleMania 30 that Kelly listed, uh, Daniel Bryan versus Batista versus Randy Orton, which was the main event. And then, you know, Bryan ended up winning the championship, and it was WrestleMania. Yep. There's a spot in that match that makes me cringe every time where Orton does the RKO onto Bryan on the uh, announce table, mm-hmm. and they forgot to take one of the monitors off. And you can tell the corner of it just went right in his back. Oh, was that when they were still using the big, big old CRT yes. monitors? Oh. Yes, it looks like it hurts, and just by his reaction, it hurts so bad. That's how fucking it wasn't a monitor, but it was the goddamn casket that Shawn Michaels fucked up his back just yep. getting the edge. Yep. Uh, number four, uh, he echoes Kelly with the Ric Flair Shawn Michaels the Ric Flair retirement match from WrestleMania twenty four. Uh, number three, and I'm sure we're going to see this on a lot of lists, especially all the ones Kelly has in his pocket, Savage Steamboat from WrestleMania 3, widely regarded yeah. as the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. Like, uh, People complain about flippy shit these days, but Savage Steamboat, we're doing some flippy shit, WrestleMania oh, yeah. 3, mm-hmm. in front of that. You know, one thing that Savage does that I've seen in, now in a couple of his matches that I had rewatched, where he does the, like... Grabs him by the head and then does the jump over the top rope and like lays yes. their throat across the rope. The, the hangman kind of. Why does no one do that? It's so cool. Yeah. It's weird. I wonder if the rings are just like too high now and it just kind of jams your knees too much landing or something. Uh, Jose knows what it's like to be too high. <laughs> and, and Jose knows what it's knees. like to jam his knees. <laughs> <laughs> uh and that I, crowd. Go that, ahead and check all of the above. What was <laughs> what was the fake WWE number? Like 110,000 oh, people? thousand or something. In the Pontiac Superdome? <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two, uh, another one from Kelly's List. Undertaker Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 25. And then another one from Kelly's List. Same number one. Bret Hart versus Stone Cold from WrestleMania 13. It's a uh, good match. Gives honorable mentions to Kofi Kingston Daniel Bryan from Mania 35. Uh, Chris Benoit, Triple H, Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 20, Rock Austin from 17, and then Rock Hogan from 18. Why don't you give us one of uh, your your Voices of Wrestling Boys lists? All right. So first list comes to us from Steve Case. Uh, number six is... That's not a real name. <laughs> it, it, it actually might not be. He's, got a, he's got a brother, Justin. Yeah, some people Steve do use Case. aliases. Even uh, when they talk to... <laughs> uh, sixth is Undertaker versus Triple H from Mania 28. I can't remember which one that is, if that was the first or second one they had. 
That's the one when uh, the guy got all covered in pudding. Well, the first one was right, yeah. the first one was seventeen or eighteen, I think. Well, no, I mean like because they did that trilogy. Oh yeah. I think this was the second one. Well, and then I didn't wanna... they do a Hell in a Cell at one point? Yeah, I want to say the Hell in a Cell was the last one, where with HBK as the ref. Yeah, that one's bad. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, number five, TLC two for Mania seventeen. Uh, number four, Hogan versus Warrior from Mania six. Uh, Which is uh, a, a real time capsule, man. Like it is. I don't, yeah. We haven't seen another match like it since. Another two stars going up against each other that are both good guys. I mean, we had Rock Cena, but they were at each other's, each other's throats talking shit. Yeah, you know, they both yeah, kind of kind of just two good guys who were just on a collision course where it's like, uh, yes, we're both at the top at the same time. Yeah. Uh, number three, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels from Mania 25. Uh, number two, Austin versus Brett from Mania 13. And number one, Hogan versus Rock from Mania 18. Yeah, that's a that that that's a hard one to beat. That's one that in my rewatches <laughs> that I'm doing, I need to watch because I don't really have any fond memories of it. the The match itself isn't anything special, but you've never seen. A hotter crowd for a WrestleMania yeah. match. The like moment. honestly, I don't remember a single thing from WrestleMania 18. I know, right? <laughs> no moment. Like I'm, I'm trying to remember. And is that the show with Shane versus Vince? <sighs> um, maybe. I think that, that's the only thing that like, might I be X7. That. But the the main event be. was. Triple H Jericho, and then they had that awful Stone Cold Scott Hall match. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, when the honest, NWO I, came in. That's right. Okay, I do remember that. Uh, when they brought him back? I was at the show where they first came back. No Way Out. No Way Out 2002. That was my uh, first wrestling show I ever went to. I wish there were so many ways out. <laughs> <laughs> but then they kind of salvaged it for a moment with that Rock Hogan match. Yeah, uh, that was the yeah, only thing but, that good that came out of that whole thing. Yeah, I just I like <sighs> no, it was awful. We've talked about this before. Uh, yeah, the the NWO coming to WWE ruined wrestling for Jose. Yeah, it was not good. No, because there was especially there were so Vin- many great ways they could have done it. Oh yeah, and then they just didn't. And I love how Vince framed it. He's like, I'm bringing a cancer into WWE. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you're right, bud. <laughs> you sure did. Yeah, it just seemed more like he wanted to bring in everything that was as good or better than what he was doing and ruin it. Yep. Goldberg. Yeah. All right. All right uh, I'll do another list. Cool. Uh, got Robin Reed. Do you seriously have 14 a- of these? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Robin Reed coming to us from uh, across the pond, representing the Brit Rest Roundtable. Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, number six is Oscar versus Charlotte Flair from WrestleMania 34. I may be the high person on this match, but I thought it was just incredible. At the time, the two strongest built women in the company going out there and knocking it out of the park in a match that was hard hitting, technical, and very satisfying. Uh, I I love Oscar so much, and that should have should have been such a better match, but. 
the I fa- liked that match a lot, but I think the finish hurt it. Yeah, Asuka should have won. And exactly. then the whole Cena running through the ring because The Undertaker texted him, you know, ruined both their moment. That's right. That was during that, wasn't it? Yeah, because the match finished. They were still in the ring, and Cena gets up from his seat, jumps the barricade, runs past the ring, and then that's all everybody was talking about. I forgot about that. Uh, Number five, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston from WrestleMania 35. Bryan's... Brian's greatest dirty performance. A bit of a carry job, but Kingston did his limited job well enough, and it created a wonderful moment. Who carried who? Is he saying Brian carried Kofi? Yeah. And I totally agree with that. That should make a Lee crazy. Kofi's got ability, though. He does. I don't don't think he can go at that high of a level. I think he's good as a tag guy. Brian is obviously the, the better worker of the two. Yeah. Uh, number four, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, and then parentheses versus Seth Rollins from WrestleMania 2015. Uh, big boys doing big boy things, followed by a real cool cash-in. Was that the one? Because I, I I forget, Roman Reigns has been in the main event for so many WrestleManias, I confuse them. Is that the one where him and The Rock got booed at the Royal Rumble, and then they got snowed in for Raw that week? And they had to shoot everything from Stanford? Maybe. That was the one. I know for sure that was the one where Suplex City Bitch was born. Ah, uh, yeah. Which, the match is really good. It spawned a real bad Brock run, but like the match itself is really good. Multiple bad Brock runs. Yeah. Am I, am I right, Mahoney? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, number three, Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 25. Emotion. Undertaker managed to successfully retcon himself to being a great wrestler for his whole career with this one match. Yeah, that is real interesting. Yeah, that no, he, that's 100% true. He wasn't really known as work rate dude until, you know, his twilight years, you know, the mid to late 2000s. He had yeah. a, a, a like a three-year run. <laughs> yeah. And everyone remembers him as this in-ring great. But yeah. He really wasn't mm-hmm. until way late. Uh, number two, Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle from WrestleMania 21. Two masters of the craft just being given a bunch of time to put on a wonderful bullshit-free wrestling match. Yeah, I love the build to that where they like both eliminated each other from the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, you can't go wrong with those two. No. And then number one, also from WrestleMania 21, the uh, Money in the Bank match. Best ladder match of all time, telling a great story centered around Redacted's arm. <laughs> Felt like every second mattered. <laughs> Redacted, Redacted being Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. Was that the first Money in the Bank? I believe so. All those Money in the Banks blur together to me. Like I like yeah. the concept. I like a big re- uh, ladder match at a WrestleMania, but I couldn't tell you which one is which. Yeah. Or no, if I, I think... have a favorite. Yeah, the the all the big like kind of clusterfuck ladder matches for the most part all blur together. For I me. would say the best spot ever from a WrestleMania Money in the Bank ladder match was Shelton doing that flip off the ladder onto the pile. Yeah, I mean that's all I can really think of. Yeah, uh, Mahoney, you want to read Vetter's list on on Discord? Let's do it. <laughs> uh... Vetter says, shout-outs to every Kurt Angle match. Uh, versus Eddie, 
HBK, Brock, etc. Rather than fill all uh, spots with his matches, which are great, he gets the sole shout-out. Shout-out. Shouts out. Number six is when the baby from the Flintstones <laughs> fought a guy named Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. He's He was an NFL player. You should know him. Uh, why? I don't know, because he's more of a mainstream sports guy. Has he been in the NFL the last two years? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Was he still in the NFL when he wrestled? I don't I, think so. Maybe? I'm gonna guess no, I don't think the NFL would allow that. He might have been. Gronk that, was. Gronk was in the NFL. He might have been suspended for cocaine or, or uh, <laughs> banging uh, underage girls or something at that point. And so he was like, you know what? I'm going to go fight a baby. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fought a big he, baby with he tattoos on his head. Bam Bam. Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, gonna give the best celeb match the sixth spot. LT looked like he belonged in the ring. And it was nuts that Bam Bam Bigelow was in the main event because of Lawrence Taylor. And, like, never reached that peak ever again. Yeah. I, we've talked about it on Discord. I fucking love, I love me some Bam Bam Bigelow. His matches with Taz are fucking incredible. ECW Bam Bam Bigelow is fucking a monster. Continue, Mahoney. Number five, Hogan versus The Rock. Perhaps the greatest crowd for any match. You know those guys. Yeah, I know Hogan and The Rock. <laughs> uh, number four, HBK versus Flair. And Vetter is biased because he was there. Oh, it was Orlando. I do believe that Vetter is Flair. <laughs> uh, number three, Warrior versus Macho Man. I was an absolute warrior mark when I was a kid, and who can forget that post-match reunion? Oh, wait. Tell me about it. Okay. I'm confused. The post-match reunion he's talking about, is that with Liz? Yeah. Probably. So yeah, was she kind of separated from him after the Hogan feud. So did they reunite again when he won the title from Flair? Or am I they, confusing the two yes, matches? Because like, they had... Well, because he... Remember, at the end of the Warrior match, he had to retire. It was career versus career. Uh, and then wasn't like Sherry was beaten up on him or something? Something like that. And then she brought they brought him back because they were like, okay, you can't just be a commentator or we don't want you to just be a commentator you want to wrestle and then so liz came back because of that and then yeah after his stuff with sherry then they put her back with him nice continue mahoney number two <laughs> savage versus ricky steamboat <laughs> <laughs> And number Whatever one. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> Ricky Mahoney, the Mahoney, do you want to know what Ricky Steamboat's real legitimate name is? Oh, like, God. actual on his driver's license name. Uh, I'm going to guess it's Rick Steambokowski. <laughs> it's Richard Blood. His name okay. is Dick Blood. His name is Dick Blood, and he went with Ricky Steamboat? Ricky Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. What the fuck? <laughs> he Ridiculous. did bad. Man, he, he was in my WWE uh, 
the stable when we made the characters. No mercy. no mercy. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was a mean ass uh chop coming off the top rope. And that sweet ass schoolboy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he dressed up as? Like an old English schoolboy? Some high pants and that little like skinny tie. Yeah, and then no, he fools him. He's a little more Asian than that. And he fools him and they do a, a three count. I'm like, oh, I'm just a little schoolboy. Uh, one, two, three. Vetter's <laughs> uh, number one is Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan. The fact that two good guys were fighting blew my mind as a kid. Not the technical masterpiece. It was still great. And then a gif of Bam Bam. <laughs> a gif <laughs> of little baby Bam Bam the putting the Christmas tree down. <laughs> All right. All right, Kelly, what do you got? All right, uh, this next list comes to us from Andy Labar. Uh, number six, uh, from WrestleMania 20, Shawn Michaels versus Triple H versus Chris Benoit. Wait, the there's be- three of them? Yeah. Yeah, there's, there was a three-way match. Cheating. Yeah, it was uh, the best redacted WrestleMania main event. Yeah, I feel Did that they was... do that so that he could double murder suicide? <laughs> <laughs> double murder suicide. He was like, how am I supposed to double murder? If there's only one person in the ring. <laughs> I, I remember that being a good match, but I also remember being disappointed that they put HBK into it. I thought it should have been Benoit Triple H because you know they had a, a long running feud going, and then yeah. HBK just kind of inserts himself into things. Yeah, just like he did, Sonny. Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, oh. No- Number five, Big Show versus Floyd Mayweather from WrestleMania 24. Wow. Probably the best celebrity match ever. I wouldn't disagree. I I enjoy that match quite a bit. Uh, number four. This one is the out of left field, but I watched it earlier today, and it's dumb as fuck, but I enjoyed it. Is it the one with Snooki? <laughs> no. From WrestleMania 13, the Legion of Doom and Ahmed Johnson versus Nation of Domination in a Chicago street fight. Fuck yeah, Chicago street fight. He says they even used the kitchen sink in this one. And Ahmed had his own Legion of Doom shoulder pads, too. He sure did. Oh, man. He was such a thick boy. Yep. Uh, number three, Flair versus Savage from WrestleMania 8. Probably one of my single favorite title matches ever. Uh, number two, Austin Hart from WrestleMania 13. What hasn't been said about this? And number one, Warrior versus Savage from WrestleMania 7. My favorite match of all time. Wow. I I like Warrior versus Savage a lot. Like I had like that I, one I rewatched recently. I like that match a lot until Ultimate Warrior starts talking to his hands. <laughs> what? Well, he. he um. He, did Sergeant Slaughter just not go to the WrestleMania or what? What's up with this? No, he, he did. was there. He's just not that good. <laughs> he said, "When did my GI Joe boys get representation?" No, he. What was it? Was it? Uh, that was uh, seven. Eight. Was it eight? He became I, uh, a Iraqi sympathizer. Yeah, no, that you're right. That's uh, seven. Yeah, Sergeant Slaughter. Well, no became... wonder he's not on your list. <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter became an Iraqi sympathizer and was the WWF champion and was going up against Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania, and they were getting fucking death threats. Yikes. It was real, damn it. Uh, and then I'll do another list. Uh, this one comes to us from Kevin Chiat, all the way down in Australia. Chiat! 
Uh, number six, Dan O'Brien versus Triple H from WrestleMania 30. Uh, number five, Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat from WrestleMania 3. Okay. Number four, Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels from 21. Number three, uh, Bret Hart versus Steve Austin from 13. Number two, The Rock versus Steve Austin from 17. Which, that's a really good match. Yeah, I'm surprised we're not hearing more Austin Rock in these lists. I think it gets marred by the finish. Which was... Somebody ejaculate. Which was Austin yeah. aligning with McMahon. Yeah, I think that's because that, that's the best of their three matches, and it does get hurt by the finish where it's. It should have been Austin stunning Vince at the end of the match. Like, there shouldn't have been, like, the full heel turn. That was stupid. Uh, and then number one Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 25. Oof. For the honor of his wife. (laughs) (laughs) My wife. Jose, what do you got? All right. Let's go shout out. Shout outs. Shout out to that WrestleMania 2-0. I mean, it was a good moment. Yeah. At the time, time, I loved both of them. They were both. I mean, you could make an argument for that being like the WWE series finale. (laughs) (laughs) Him and Eddie hugging in the ring. They had done it. If you just end it there. Oh, that's Dexter season four ending right there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just end it there and everything's all right. Um, Benoit was in my stable, too. Benoit was great, man. Uh, Shout out. Um. This was almost my number one. And it went well, to a shout-out, huh? Uh, well, because it's not real. Gronk oh. versus the security guard. <laughs> <laughs> I have that as one of my honorable mentions. I, I did a bunch of... I know uh, Kelly hates them, but I did pick a bunch of my favorite WrestleMania moments as honorable mentions, and the security guard stopping Gronk was like... Yeah, I'll give that one a pass. That one's good. That's so yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because it was that was that was a real moment. Yeah, we unscripted. were all together watching it live at that time. Oh, yeah. she had no idea what was the, going the, on. Vince the did... moments, the big moments, is they're all manufactured. Right, and, right. Like that was real. Like that was just a cool, organic, fun moment. Yeah, it, there was there was a set thing. The set thing was he was supposed to run out and interfere. What was not set was a security guard straight doing her job and was like, no, big motherfucker. I don't know who you <laughs> behind the line. I got to protect Jinder Mahal. When she finally realizes it and like you start seeing her slink back like, oh, God. <laughs> but that, you know, for the fir- first responders. You got to wonder, like, was she like like the crew, the security crew? Like, everybody hated her, so, like, they put her in that corner and didn't tell her what was going to happen? Like, it was a, it was all a prank or what? The stickler for the rules, they're like, oh, watch, watch this shit. <laughs> watch this fucking bitch. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, uh, we're going to go um, the three-way ladder match. Kind of made it on a lot of people's lists. The, the, the TLC or the, the first one? 
I can't. I confuse the, the two. Same. Yeah. Is there a first one? Is there a second one? Or are they all just great? Well, I think. Are the, you talking about the WrestleMania 17? The well, there yes. was there was the first one was at WrestleMania 2000, and then the Maybe TLC the, the TLC was 17. Yes, yeah. the 17 one is the best one. Yeah, the three way just. You're watching it, and you're just your balls are on your butthole. Everything's just you're watching these people, and you're like, oh, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I vividly remember watching that WrestleMania from Friday's front row, you know, with with everybody hanging out, and it was it was the peak of the Attitude Era at that point. Uh, we're gonna go Brett versus Stone Cold. That ending is fucking almost iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Yeah, that's going to be in every best of WrestleMania package you ever see. Pretty is that much. when he opened his uh, ice cream shop? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Uh, Undertaker. Got, I got a bunch Michael. of strawberry syrup coming out of my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jose. Uh, it's all good. Uh, um, what was it? Undertaker? Undertaker Michaels. They do, they do good work together. Yeah, I, I I really enjoyed watching those guys just beat the shit out of it. Uh, fucking Brock versus Kurt Angle was it nineteen, where he did the somersault and landed on his fucking head, the shooting oh, star yeah. press, and he but landed still on his fucking face, kicked out. Did I think that was and won the match. That was nineteen. Shit. That was two thousand three. Yeah, like. And I Brock really was just like we hadn't seen a star like Brock since like Austin Hogan at that point. And a, a big motherfucker, and like we're all like, I think we watched that one together. Yeah, I think that was at my parents' house. We watched that. I am pretty sure. And it's like, is this big motherfucker getting up? The, and uh, Angle is such the shit. No, Angle's no. so good. Like his techniques. I loved watching Angle fucking wrestle. Yeah. Well, and, and- him and Brock. Like two, you know, legit wrestlers. Yeah, they were so well matched. Just move, you know, the counter. I, I love the yeah counters, and then they both have the suplexes and just fucking. That got that was the last time you saw Brock do that move, though. Well, he apparently did it all the time in OVW and in dark matches and shit. And yeah. he did it a couple it. times on SmackDown. That wasn't the first time he did it. That I, was just you sure. Crazy. I feel like it was the first time he tried it, and he fucked it. <laughs> yeah, I know he used to do it, but it's just. I think we saw him do that once before okay. on like a SmackDown, or something. But yeah, this was just like the biggest stage he had done it on, and he. And it was too himself. far. Too far. Remember thinking the whole time he is too far. <laughs> He is do he is oh my god he just landed on his head is he dead like if angle had just rolled once it would have been close enough yeah but it ended up being like a flying headbutt a flipping flying headbutt to the mat yeah no shit you want to talk about concussion protocol <laughs> yeah uh i thought we were going to watch a man die <laughs> Isn't that why we kind of watch wrestling? <laughs> Just the hopes. Just <laughs> someday. Human NASCAR. Yeah. Uh, Steamboat versus Macho Man. That's probably out of all the as a kid watching live events. That match. I don't really remember any other match from that 
WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. But I remember that one, and and that, I was like, it's fucking great. Just technique, the work, the 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 sportsmanship between the two of how they just work together. It was fucking beautiful. It was Dragon, you know. Number, Growing up watching Bruce Lee, so he was already like a, a go-to. He was cool in my book. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking macho man. Fuck yeah, macho man. Going through that yep. match on like the DVD and and making note of all the moves they performed and then putting those into the creator wrestlers. Mm. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We were oh, sick man. with it with the creator wrestler. That macho man's badass. He is. He will fuck your shit. I'll fucking send you a picture of something you can eat sideways. <laughs> Some of these belts. I wish No Mercy was a fucking online. We need to figure this out. Um, and then fucking number one, Brett versus uh, Shawn Michaels, the Iron Man. Yeah, I'm surprised the Iron Man match hasn't been brought up yet. Um, I think it's just it's too long. It's it's cliche <laughs> at this it, point. It, it is. I get that because there was a whole lot of like nothing, and then I remember it just picking up, and then for like they just went. Yeah, and once it a goes, of minutes it of goes. just going. When it was like okay, we we got through the first twenty five, but like that. That what is it? Ex- excellence. Excellence, excellence of, of execution. execution. Yes. Ex- excellence. <laughs> triple X excellence of excellence. Ex- excellence. In execution style. You got it. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then uh, all-time top, R.I.P. Tito. Sorry he couldn't make it the rest of the weekend. Uh, oh, shit. This just in from the PCN News Desk. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. All right, I'm going to send you guys this uh, news story in the, the Pasta Mania thread so that you can all look at it. Oh, God damn it, I can't share that link there. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. How am I going to do it? Here, I'll do it. I'll do it in, um, in the Hangout here. Give me one second. So the headline is uh, another huge star pulls out of WrestleMania 36 via WrestlingInc.com. You guys need to click on that link and check uh, that out. Redirect. Ah. Oh Jesus! <laughs> the sideways hot dog. <laughs> Happy April Fools, you guys! <laughs> a big hog. Here, let me uh, post it in the chat as well. Yeah, good luck finding a bun to put that in. <laughs> he'll he'll find a bun. All them toppings fell off. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a your mom's house bit. Apparently, that picture was going around. People were sharing it with, like, coronavirus headlines. And then you click on the link. <laughs> this big. big, thick old black dude with this fucking eggplant hanging between his legs. <laughs> I'm glad I could share that, guys, with you. I promise no other April Fool's jokes. It looks like a Get horse cock in a sock. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is his face. Like, yeah, what of it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I got to live with this every day. <laughs> yeah, I got to walk around with this. Say, hey, 
Somebody find me some buns. <laughs> well, that was fantastic. All right. Uh, next list comes to us from Case Lowe, uh, the young boy of the Voices of Wrestling Dojo. Uh, number six is Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle from WrestleMania 21. Two great wrestlers have a great wrestling match. Shocker. I know this match did very well on the Wrestling Observer Awards that year, but it seems to be a forgotten gem now. I rarely hear t- people talk about this match, which is a shame. One of Angle's best matches. I wonder if a lot of stuff from that era gets kind of swept under the rug because it was the Benoit era. Of that I think era. so. Yeah, I think they really don't go back to that time period. They don't a want lot. you talking about WrestleMania 20 right. or 19. Or yeah. 21 or yeah. anything close enough to where he might be in a shot. Pretty much, yeah. They're like, who's that ghostly blob <laughs> of a blur running around? Oh, that's Stevie Richards. Don't mind him. Did that blur just <laughs> jump off the top rope? <laughs> He's holding his head. <laughs> uh, number five, Edge versus Undertaker from WrestleMania 24. The best version of the theatrical, drama-filled WrestleMania match that so often fails. And that's the one I where guess, Undertaker almost got lit on fire, right? I think so, yeah. I guess I just really like Edge. Some of the near falls in this match are unbelievably close. This also went on after HBK versus Flair, which is completely insane in hindsight. Yeah, Edge was such uh, a good fucking heel, man. He really was. It was like, real, I went back too. and watched the... Um, the match with Edge from 22 today. Like, he's so good there. Is he back wrestling, or is he just popping up? No, he's back. He's, he's, he's wrestling. He's going to wrestle Orton at Mania. Man. And he's been in matches, so... He was in the Royal Rumble and did really well. Yeah, he hasn't wrestled on TV since, though, right? Yeah, I think they're... He's obviously saving his body, which is right. smart. Makes sense. Oof. But, but like look, he, he looked fantastic in the Rumble. Well, I mean, it's pre-taped, right? If he was dead, fantastic. we'd know about it. Yeah, we'd know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, Roman Reigns pulled out because he's got leukemia and doesn't want to get coronavirus, and they're still advertising Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, number four, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar from WrestleMania 31. Peak yeah, Brock, peak Roman. This was a special match that is marred by a weird Seth Rollins run-in that was exciting in the moment, but historically tints the match for whatever reason. Years of frustration regarding Reigns and his push would have been rendered moot had he just won this match. A shockingly physical display for a WWE match, let alone a WrestleMania main event. Yeah, he's right. That match is stiff as fuck. Yeah, it like, is. They beat the shit out they of had to, they, they had to prove something. Yeah. Uh, number three, Steve Austin versus Bret Hart from 13. Enough has been said about this match. It's one of the best WWE matches ever. One of the few Bret Hart matches I really like. Uh, number two, CM Punk versus Undertaker from 29. Punk's crowning achievement. Punk was in a number of matches better than this, but this was his greatest performance to date. The Undertaker was nothing. He had no mobility, no smart spark, and no in-the-moment charisma. He was getting a reaction because he had been a superstar for decades at this point. Punk made the match what it was, a genuinely great match. Did he, did he not eat some of Paul Bearer's ashes at he, one point? He covered himself in the ashes to gain <laughs> their power. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, I love People were so mad about that. 
Sounds an awful lot like a blackface scandal. <laughs> I love Punk's gear that was, uh, it looked like the old school Undertaker colors. Yeah. Yeah. Him taking, he took that uh, KO from Orton, right? Off the top. He was like going for an elbow, and Orton. Yeah, did the RKO. That's one of my favorite RKOs. That's a good one. Yeah. And the number one uh, WrestleMania 17 TLC match, one of the best car crash matches of all time. The run ins with Lita, Rhino, and Spike all give this match an added layer of drama. Uh, WWE has been attempting to copy the success of this match for two decades now. This is plunder at its peak. Mm. And just all those guys worked so well together. And also, let's talk about the fact that it was in the the time period where people still had flash cameras, and that added so much to the match. Yeah, when Edge does the spear onto Jeff Hardy when he's holding onto the belts out of midair, just... All the cameras going off. It's nuts. It's a shame. It's like fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, head back to the Discord. I got Ben checks in. Uh, number six, Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle from Mania 20. He says, the Bugs Bunny-esque ending tickled me greatly, which was Angle went for the ankle lock, and Eddie's shoe came off, and then, what was it, like a roll-up or some shit? Yeah, I think he yeah. rolled him up. Yeah. Yeah. Can we all take a minute and picture Ben being tickled? <laughs> Just did. It's pretty great. Uh, number shout, five. Shout out to uh, to a roll up and uh, small packages. You do. You sure do love them small packages, don't you? Love a small pack. You know who doesn't love a small package? That black dude. <laughs> he well, wishes. I mean, some days he probably wishes. Well, he like, wishes. Man, I wish I had a small yeah. package. He's got. I mean, a... He's kind of smuggling a small package when you actually <laughs> compare it to, like, a package you'd get for Christmas. You could put True. my dick in his pee hole <laughs> and have you room. Got a dick so big, or you could put a lot of your dicks in his pee hole, and that's the choice on the table. I don't know. He's kind of got a, like a sack. He could probably hold his skin open and fit two pee holes. Jesus. Uh, number five, uh, TLC from Mania 17, the most entertaining spot fest that didn't include a buck of youth. Number four, Lesnar versus Reigns, Mania 31. I'm really surprised to see this on here so much. The biggest and most pleasant surprise ending to any Mania. Oh, yeah, and uh, was that the incorrect? No, that that was the correct. He he originally had it as WrestleMania 30, but I think he, think he went back and edited it. Yeah, no, it was 31. Uh, number three, Bret Hart versus Austin, Mania 13, the most impactful double turn in history. Number two, end of an era, Undertaker versus Triple H, Mania 28. A near perfect culmination to a four year storyline should have been Taker's last match. And my commentary on that is it wasn't an end to any sort of era. <laughs> they didn't end a goddamn thing. Yeah, but they kept calling it that. Yeah. They they do like to call things things. You know, yep. like like Cena versus Rock, once in a lifetime, twice. Yep. And Got number like one Elton John. Yeah. Number one, Steamboat versus Savage, Mania 3. Probably the best match of that entire era in WWF. And shout-outs to Brett versus Piper, Warrior versus Savage, Owen versus Brett, HBK versus Razor, Kofi versus Brian, and HBK versus Flair. Yeah, the Razor Michaels I was put on. I forgot to shout it out. Yeah, that match holds up extremely well. Because it, I, I feel like they mapped it out well. 
Yeah, a lot and it's of, still like nuts spots even to today's standards. A lot of ladder matches these days, <laughs> it's it's more a plunder match than than a thought out, put together match with yeah. with spots therein. And, and then, that was like what the second time one of those matches ever happened. Yeah, I think what the first one was Brett someone. Yeah, maybe and Brett Sean. Like, they and you could tell there was still an, a bit of like, well, what the fuck do we do with this? I don't know. Just pick up the ladder and throw <laughs> it at him. Mahoney, do you know what a ladder match is? Uh, it's got to be those gifts I see with the complete disregard for ladder safety regulations. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. There's a ladder convention center, and then they they hit people with it, right? Well, and they jump you, off it on occasion. Usually, there's something hanging above the ring that they need to get, and they use the ladder to get that. But as they're trying to prevent the other person from getting it, they're hitting each other with ladders. All right, but well, also honey, let me tell you about a little something called the King of the Mountain match. <laughs> You tell me, Kelly. All right, is so it what you, you build a lot of ladders? It's a reverse ladder match. So what you do is try to climb you, into the floor. You take you take the belt that is normally hanging over the ring in a ladder match. What you do is you have to go and hang it up over the ring. Okay. And then you can also pin one of your five opponents, and if you pin them, they have to go sit in the penalty box for five minutes. That hardly seems worth it. <laughs> well, if you get all of your opponents in the penalty box, you can just climb up and put that belt up there all you want. Why? If let's say that all of us plus Lee were in a uh, whatever this thing is called, King of the Mountain, King of the Mountain match. If I saw Jose trying to pin Kelly, why wouldn't I just go pin Jose? Well, his shoulders would need to be on the mat. Yeah, but he's all distracted trying to pin you. Yeah, but you'd have to roll me over to where my shoulders are up. If I'm pinning yeah. him, yeah. my shoulders are up. Yeah, you and you don't want to stop him from pinning ground. me because what, that wouldn't help you. What you, you would want to do is wait for me to pin Kelly and then attack me from behind. Exactly. I'm going to turn you like a hot after. dog. I'm going to turn you like a hot dog and pin you right after. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, it happened. They did it. Yeah. All right, perfect. It's good strategy. We should put you in one of these matches. I, I, solid, uh, solid <laughs> chance that I would be the WWE champ. Yeah, I mean you're you're rather tall. Like when they come running at you, you simply step to the side. Yeah. Yeah, but you gotta also make sure you're holding a uh, little red cape. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna be making sure. <laughs> I'm going to have my tablet. I'm going to be watching a show. That's fair. <laughs> He's going to be watching stars. So just yeah. going to be watching it. stars. That's his move. He's just, he's like uh, uh, Orange Cassidy, but he's in there with a the tablet watching movies. Yeah. yeah. I, that's what I'm hanging above the ring. There and then, like, he'll hear, he'll hear, like, the ding on the microwave for the popcorn being done, and he turns right as somebody goes to kick, and he's just <laughs> Jackie Chan dodging all these yeah. attacks. There there was a match last year where a guy was playing his switch the entire match. That's right, yeah. Which is pretty cool. I'm into it. Yeah. All right, Kelly, what uh, else you got? We got a list from Harley Duncan. That's a uh, fake num- name. These are all fake names. <laughs> Every single one of the voices of wrestling people is Kelly. <laughs> 
Uh, number six, Shawn Michaels versus Flair from 24. Uh, number five, Brian versus Orton versus Batista from 30. Uh, number four, Shawn Michaels versus Angle from 21. Number three, Michaels versus Taker from 25. Uh, number two, Michaels versus Taker from 26. I think that's the first time that one's made a list. Was that the where Sean retired? Yeah. Yeah, I need to go back and rewatch that one, but I always remember preferring the first of the two. Uh, and then number one, Benoit versus Michaels versus Triple H from 20. Oof. The WWE series finale. Oh, man. My heart wanted to put that one on the list, but my brain just couldn't. Right. And then uh, let's go with another list from Lee Malone. Uh, also <laughs> coming to us from the Brit Rest Roundtable. Leave me alone. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Brother of Jamaica Lee currently. <laughs> Number six, Edge versus Mick Foley from WrestleMania 22. Oh, you you were watching that one today, weren't you? Earlier today. Never yeah. thought I'd see anything as hardcore as fire on a WrestleMania. Uh, Foley's six years after his full-time retirement still making a star. Just mental brawl and brought a new dimension to the Edge character. Uh, number five, Stone Cold versus The Rock from 17. Uh, biggest main event in wrestling history. The peak of the Attitude Era and the video package still gives me goosebumps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, number four, Ultimate Warrior versus Macho Man from seven. I can still watch this match today and be blown away. Macho gets destroyed and comes out an even bigger star than he went in. And you have no soul if Liz if the Liz reunion doesn't bring a tear to your eyes. Uh, number three, TLC two. It's fucking insane. Uh, number two, Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho from TLC two. Uh, Chase the waterfall. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Michaels versus Jericho from WrestleMania 19. I love the story leading into this of Jericho idolizing Michaels, but just not quite matching up to him. Also signaled the full-time return of Shawn Michaels. Um, the number one, Brett versus Stone Cold from 13. Best match in WWF history for over 20 years until Gargano versus Andrade. Whoa. People love that match, man. Which one? Gargano versus, Gargano versus Andrade. No, I, re- I remember really enjoying that. Yeah, I liked it a lot, too. <clears throat> All right, Juggalo John checks in. Uh, Jose, Wait, you got... I want to read this one. You want to read this one? Yeah, I don't want to read Ben's. It's got all uh, Rob's. It's got abbreviations. I don't know what any of them Okay, mean. okay. <laughs> That's fair. Jose, you got Discord uh, up? Maybe. Okay, okay. We'll have you read Rob's then. All right, so John says he's only got a few because he stopped watching years ago. boy. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to assume that they're in order. So, number six, Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon. Intercontinental ladder match, WrestleMania X. Both the Dudley Boys versus Edge (laughs) and Christian versus the Hardy Boys in the TLC World Tag Team Champ matches at WrestleMania X-7 and 2000. (laughs) X-7? Then you got... Yeah, it's like algebra, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> solve for X Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels Iron Man match Wrestlemania 12 Good. that's where they both put on suits of armor and just batter each other <laughs> and, then just, and then it ends with and in no real order well he he didn't have a full 6 and they weren't in order so he had well, 1, I 2, miss- 3 
I misrepresented that. At it's, the fine. Then. it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. And then he says uh, that you can absolutely turn a hot dog sideways. You eat it. <laughs> yeah, but how much toppings are on there? It doesn't matter. I didn't say you can't turn a hot dog sideways. I think I you did. You can... View the tape. <laughs> well, yeah, go ahead. View the tape. View the tape. I said if you have toppings more than ketchup and mustard, people don't be turning their hot dog sideways. <laughs> Jose, read Rob's list. <laughs> Uh, TLC 2, WrestleMania 7. I believe it's pronounced Womex. <laughs> That's 17, actually. Womex 7. X, X7. Womex minus 7. <laughs> uh, Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle. Wom 20. <laughs> and then Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels from Wom 21. And then we got Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon, the Intercontinental Ladder Match from Womb 10. Uh, Randy Savage, Ultimate Warrior, Womb 7. And then Steve <laughs> Austin versus The Rock from Womb 17. Womix. Oh, that one had, ooh, that one does have the Womix. Womix. <laughs> so starting it and ending it with the Womix. 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 Kelly, you got another Voices of Wrestling? Sure do. How this many more of comes- those? How many more of those do you have? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, oh, God. six, seven. Okay, rip half of them in half. And eight. The I got eight more, so I'll just do three in a row and we'll go from there. Okay. Can snap those shifts down to half? Uh, Alex Wendland, a fellow Milwaukee boys, uh, writes in number six, Money in the Bank from 21. Uh, number five, TLC2 from 17. Number four, Michaels Jericho from 19. Number three, Triple H versus Brian from 30. Uh, number two, Michaels versus Undertaker from 25. And number one, Hart versus Austin from 13. All right. So we're, we're getting into like the same eight matches at this point. Yeah. I feel like every single one of these has been the same eight <laughs> matches. All I hear is the same names over and over and over uh, again. Uh, August Baker says number six, Angle versus Lesnar. Even with the near-fatal botch at the end, it's an incredible match between two of my all-time favorites. Uh, number five, Triple H versus Brian. A rare story told from start to finish, even if forced into it. Plus, Triple mm. H did moves with a Z. Uh, number four, Undertaker versus Batista. I think this is the first time this one popped wow. up. Wow. Uh, big guys throwing bombs at each other and started a seven-year streak of legend- legendary Undertaker matches. I don't even remember what Mania was that. Uh, he didn't put one. I think it that... was Womix. I want to say that might be 22. Huh. Uh, I believe you mean Womix 12. Yes. Uh, number <laughs> number three, Warrior versus Savage. Emotional match. Before that meant holding soliloquies in the ring. Uh, number two, Money in the Bank one, uh, favorite ladder match ever, a masterful story told throughout, the likes of which are almost never seen in the style of car crash matches. And number one, Hogan versus Warrior, big time stars in a big time match with a big time crowd, quintessential WrestleMania. Big time. Uh, it was 23, it was Undertaker, Batista. Okay. Uh, from Coming to us from Mexico is Ricardo Gallegos. Oh! Uh, number six, Triple H versus Undertaker from uh, 28. Uh, number five, Lesnar versus Reigns versus Rollins from 31. Uh, number four, Edge versus Foley from 22. 
Number three, this is one we haven't had. Hogan versus McMahon from 19. What? Yeah. <laughs> Hogan versus a man. <laughs> With Roddy Piper coming out at the end? Is that the Roddy one where, where, like, blood is just spraying out of Vince's head? Yeah. Why is there so much fucking blood? Who wants to see people bleed? Mahoney, I enjoy seeing people bleed Ugh. a lot. I gotta send you a, ma- a link to a match. Do not. <laughs> uh, number two, Hardys versus Dudleys versus Edge and Christian, uh, TLC from 17. And number one, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels from 25. Uh, Tyler Forness says, number six, WrestleMania 31, Roman versus Brock. The beginning of Suplex City against the next star Vince was trying to force feed us. So the brutal beatdown and swerving all of us with Seth and protecting Brock from losing was perfect. Uh, number five, uh, main, uh, 13, Brett versus uh, Stone Cold. The double turn was perfect. Uh, Twenty or Number four from WrestleMania 25, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker. This match was two legends going head-to-head in a heavyweight fight. Uh, s- number three, TLC2 from 17. Uh, number two, uh, Rock versus Cena from 28. Uh, this felt like the biggest match I had ever seen. Unfortunately, I feel like this was the real start to spam finishers. Uh, the story they told with this and the 29 match were excellent. And number one, Benoit versus Sean versus Triple H from 20. The perfect culmination of fantastic underdog storytelling from him and telling Benoit you'll never get another title shot and making him enter the Rumble at number one to beating uh, Triple H and Sean in the main, uh, main event was perfect. I've never, I don't know when the last time I went back and watched that was. I haven't seen it. I remember in the moment being... Since the double murder suicide. Yeah. I remember in the moment being stoked because I loved Benoit at the time. Then the moment with Eddie. I don't remember the match at all. No, I don't either. Uh, You know... In my rewatches, I am going to rewatch that one. We we haven't really talked about it with the Brett versus Stone Cold match. But, like, if it wasn't for that match and Brett kind of putting Austin over the way he did, even though it was a, a... what it was a no contest or whatever, you know. Yeah. That that's the reason Stone Cold. Be- oh yeah, no, it was the whole him not giving up yeah. and still he lost, but he never gave up. All right, Mahoney, you want to give us Juan's list? Uh, Juan's list. Okay, so Juan has this kind of vague list. Which uh, I can see if I and, click on show message. Vague and uh, a, a little unwoke. I guess because he used the the word midget. <laughs> you can't say that. They're little Which people. Are, all right, all right. So just because you're six for, three doesn't mean you can look down on people. For in, just about always, that's exactly what it means. <laughs> Unless I'm talking to John Michael. Uh, number six, he says any Jericho match. So the Jericho match that I'm going to choose is the one where... Oh, him versus Fandango. No, he climbed up on that ladder, and he leapt off, swung from one of the light fixtures, and fell into the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) What a classic that was. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, number five, he says any punk match. So I'm going to go with that Clint Eastwood movie where he owns the house and he's an old man and he's mad at all the people in his neighborhood. There's a lot all of right. punks. There was a lot of punks in that movie. There was he, a lot I think he shot them all. He also, there's a lot of uh, racial slurs in that one too. Yeah, that's. A, I bet there's a lot of racial slurs wherever Clint Eastwood goes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, number four. 
He's got Michael versus Ramon ladder match. Uh, that sounds specific, so I don't get to pick. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, any Benoit match. Uh, I think we all know which one he means. <laughs> Uh, number two, any match that pissed off the internet, I'm going to go with the time that uh, Michael J. Fox was there and got all sweaty on everybody. <laughs> and number one, I will correct his insensitive language, any match that featured a Tito, uh, I'm going to go with that one with the guy dressed up like a monkey, where the guy bonks him on the head and then kicks him into the crowd. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. There you go, Juan. I did your list for you. I appreciate the assist, Moni. Yeah. No problem. You, uh, uh, Juan is obviously very busy these days because he's uh, an essential retail worker, and he didn't he really is. have time to put a list together, so I'm sure he appreciates you helping him out. Yeah. yeah. Anytime, Juan. All right, Kelly, you Just, got another one? Sure do. Uh, this one comes to us from Jeff Andrews. Uh, Jeff six. Andrew? Both of them? <laughs> no, Andrews. Multiple Both Drews. Drews? All three guys? Drew Lachey. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, the, you know, they had to shut down the XFL, so. Yeah. He's got time. <laughs> Number six, Undertaker versus CM Punk. Probably a top three match in the WWE for both participants involved. CM Punk always worked better as a slimy prick heel. And I've always wished that this was the end of Ugh. Taker's streak instead of Lesnar. Uh, number five, Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle. This is one of my favorite combinations of character work and technical wrestling, and Eddie defending the world title was pivotal to the celebration at the end of the night. The ending spot where Eddie gets away from Angle, rolls him up, and rolls him up is still one of my favorite spots ever, and I've only seen bad duplicates ever since. Uh, number four, Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle. A technical masterpiece unlike anything I'm used to WWE putting on. This kind, this is the kind of gritty tight wrestling I wish wrestler Western wrestlers chose to emulate more often. Uh, number three, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold. I'm not as big a fan of this match as a lot of other people are, and it's probably because I didn't live through it. That being said, it's still a solid 4.5 star match at minimum, and the historical significance can't be understated. Uh, number two, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels from 25. One of the greatest U.S. matches I've ever seen between two of my favorite wrestlers ever. Icons usually don't have matches this good. And number one, the Benoit Triple Threat from 20. Perfect culmination to under to an underdog story, even if it's been pretty much ruined in hindsight. Tail, tail end of Benoit's prime, but he was still the greatest in the world at the time, and Michaels and Triple H obviously weren't slouches. I wonder if that match would rank as high if it weren't for the tragedy. I think it would. You think? I think it would. I think it would be higher in a lot of lists without the tragedy. Yeah, the tragedy is probably... I mean, it didn't make your list, but you were thinking about it. It's true. So it probably wouldn't make a lot of lists because of the tragedy. I think I would have revisited it by now. And it probably... Maybe it would have made it my list if I had watched it. Because, yeah, it's... Ever since 2007, to, don't really want to go back and rewatch yeah, that It's hard one. to watch it knowing what happened. Yeah. Yeah, because... That, that's a solid 13 years of them just pretending it never happened. Yeah. But just watching any Benoit match, like, you know there's a murderer in there. Just kicking around. Do you think... Okay. 
Do you think if Benoit didn't suicide himself, but he uh, murdered his family, but then somehow got off, do you think he'd be putting up Twitter videos like OJ? <laughs> you know, just who talk, knows? talking about his WrestleMania predictions. <laughs> I think his brain would be so mushy to be pulling a Vern Gagne and putting sleeper holds on old people and old folks' homes. Oh my! Yeah, and that's the thing is, I mean, depending on what the why. At the time of that match, there wasn't a killer in the ring. This shit happened. <sighs> But it, I, I'm just saying, like, it's in there, is my point. Yeah. yeah. And then his head got real fucked up. Yeah, it sure did. Uh, how many um, more Voices of Wrestling ones you got? I got one, two, three. All right, all right, give me another one. All right, this next one comes from Jeff Martin. Uh, number six, Stone Cold versus The Rock from 17. This match still boasts the best hype package of all time. This felt like the most important match ever between two transcendent stars. Uh, number five, the Shawn Michaels Razor Ramon ladder match from WrestleMania 10. Only a few hundred, a few of the hundred of subsequent ladder matches have ever topped the first. Yeah, yeah, not actually the first, whatever, nerd. <laughs> uh, number four, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold from 13. The image of Austin the sharpshooter, blood running down his face, beaten but unwilling to quit. That is pro wrestling. I'd say if we were scoring these picks as as far as how how many times something's gotten picked and how high it is this Bret Hart Stone Cold might be the number one yeah of all of these yeah spurt spurt uh, number three Ultimate Warrior versus Randy Savage from seven one of the few times wrestling has made me cry Savage's performance is one of the best of all time and Warrior puts in the best match of his career uh, number two Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker from 26 Michaels and Undertaker are always each other's best opponents, and Mr. WrestleMania got to go out on his shield during WrestleMania uh, during Undertaker's peak. And uh, number one, Bret Hart versus Owen Hart from WrestleMania 10. Uh, Bret Hart is my favorite wrestler ever, and this reluctant bat battle his uh, with his shithead brother was the best match in the feud uh, that really hooked me on wrestling. <laughs> uh, they're Bret's doing... disappointment or what? Go go ahead, sorry. Uh, Brett's disappointment after the match is tinged with just a bit of pride at his younger brother's skill. The callback at the end of the show sets up the rest of the year. Uh, tonight's episode of Dark Side of the Ring was New Jack, and then I can't wait to watch it. This season, apparently, they've got an Owen Hart episode, and they actually got Martha Hart to do an interview. Whoa! Yeah, that's nuts. That's real nuts. All right, uh, let me do. Uh, actually, Mahoney, do you have a list? I do have a list. <laughs> yes. Uh, I have a list of top six matches from Pop Fantasy Football. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I kind of thought Lee would be here, but that's fine. He'll listen later. <laughs> uh, number six, any of the times where I beat someone that I know desperately wanted to beat me. <laughs> Like, you know, you go into the, like, any given week, like, everybody, of course, wants to win, but, like, sometimes, like, you don't really care if you, like, win or lose, like, you know, but, like, sometimes you're going against somebody and you're like, no, I better beat this guy. Like, I don't want to lose to this one. And, like, any time I beat that situation, great, great <laughs> week. Uh, my number five match is the very first fantasy football game I ever played 
where Matt absolutely destroyed me and embarrassed me in front of everyone. Uh, that was a good time because that leads into my number four match of all time. My revenge game against Matt later that year where I rebuilt my entire team and came back and stomped all over him. So it's all about the revenge game. That's a pretty good feeling on my number three match of all time. Kelly will probably remember this. It's the time I beat Kelly by a half a point. (laughs) I sure do remember that one. Yeah, that sucked for you, huh? Really did. That was too bad. So what happened, Nyes, is it's not uh, as bad as the time where I woke up and lost a mat and lost a match. Yeah, that was pretty bad too. So in this situation, Kelly had to climb to the top of a ladder, and when he got there, he was half an inch too short to reach whatever <laughs> belt he had to grab. So I was the winner. That happens a lot in ladder matches, Mahoney. You would you yeah. you would be surprised. Yeah, yeah and you'd be, also be. be surprised how they forget how the steps of a ladder work. Right. Yeah. They look look at the ladder like, how do you climb this thing? <laughs> that makes sense. Ladders are, you know, dangerous things that should be respected and not treated that way. Also, they have head injuries and concussions and probably vertigo and, yeah, you know, they got murderous thoughts running through their brains. My number two match of all time from this most recent season when I beat Vetter on the final play of the game. Uh, where his team was climbing, 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 and if they had just gotten a touchdown on that last play, they would have pulled out the win, but instead I got an interception. So that was a good game, good match. And number one, come on, uh, Jose and I in the playoffs, even though I didn't win and it didn't go the way I wanted, that was the game of the century right there. Fuck yeah, it was. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it was. That was I, a good game. I am honestly yeah. surprised we haven't seen more pictures of Jose with his belt. Like you, there's nothing else to do. Why aren't you just doing photo shoots? Yeah, I got plans. You got all that lighting set up. Yeah, <laughs> I got plans. I'm, I, once I finish Game of Thrones, I got plans. Mahoney, <laughs> did you pull all these from memory, or did you have a spreadsheet open? Oh no, I I just remember them all. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't. I think that might be the greatest playoff game. The greatest fantasy football it, championship of all time or just football in general yeah yeah i'll put it i'll put that up next to the real super Bowl. i mean a whole season's worth of drama culminating in a match like a championship match of the two of us that really was pretty close yeah. like a- and it was the rubber match it's not yeah. like that was the first time we played each other that that season either it, it right. was an ongoing fate yeah. There'll never be anything like it. Maybe ever, because football may never come back. It's true. Yeah. All right, Kelly. Uh, we'll do the hygiene draft. Uh, num- uh, f- this one comes from so- uh, Sean Cedor. From uh, Sonic Cedor. <laughs> He's a hedgehog. Joins us via portal. Uh, number six, CM Punk versus Undertaker from 29. Number five, the, tar- the triangle ladder match from Mania 16. That one we haven't seen yet. Well, I mean, that's uh, that's the first TLC, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Not number... TLC 2, Chase the Football I know that ball. one. Exactly. I, don't, I don't call that WrestleMania 16. I call that WrestleMania 2000. 2000. <laughs> I call that WrestleMania X6. Yep. Uh, number four, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker from 25. Number three, Austin versus Rock from 17. Number two, TLC 2 from 17. And number one, Bret Hart versus Austin from 13. Uh, and then the dude last... loves Austin. 
Does. I mean, who doesn't? Me. His ex-wife. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and this last one comes to us from Jeremy Sexton. Uh, he says, no order. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> that man is a minister. Don't say those Jeremy things. Jeremy oh. Sexton. It's a, real, it's a real name. Wherever he is, he's naked right now. Uh, TLC 2 from 17 the greatest spectacle match I've ever seen still to this day pure anarchy uh, Benoit versus Triple H versus Sean from uh, 20 look obviously some people won't be able to go back and watch this one but yeah most notably as wife and child uh, but this one is the best triple threat I've ever seen uh, the match was insanely good and at this time it was a huge moment uh, Brett versus Austin from 13 when I think about Wrestlemania moments this is a definitive image for me a super double, tu- uh, a superb double turn, and an incredible match that still holds up. Uh, Rock versus Hogan from eighteen. The build for this match was absolutely atrocious. Going into it, I wasn't particularly excited for it, but then once they get out there, magic happened. Not a great work rate match by any means, but a brilliant example of two guys who knew how to work. Yeah, and Hogan should have retired immediately following that match. Yeah. Yeah, he should drop one last N word and left. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, Dens. Uh, Hogan, Angle versus Michaels from 21. Uh, two of the best wrestlers in U.S. history went out and put on the best match they could. You, what do you know? It's phenomenal. Uh, and finally, Shawn Michaels versus Flair from uh, 24. Excuse me. First time since I was a very young child that pro wrestling made me genuinely emotional. The match was great, and while WWE has ran the talking during matches thing into the ground uh, well past the point of parody, uh, Rick, I'm sorry I love you is iconic. All right. That's it. That's all those lists. Shit. What what was I going to say? What what was three on that one? Uh, That was... Brett versus Austin, Rock versus Hogan, Angle versus Sean, right. Sean versus I, I forgot what I was going to say. I, I had a point, but whatever. Uh, let me do my list, and then we got one more. Jose, when I'm done with this list, do you want to read uh, Eric Magnus's list in Discord? Word up. All right. So I got some honorable mentions, and these are the, uh, you know, the shout-outs. These are the WrestleMania moments that Kelly hates, uh, but not necessarily – Great matches, but ones that I I remember and that I like bits and pieces from. Uh, fucking Butterbean knocking the fuck out of Bart Gunn at WrestleMania 15 in 1999. <laughs> like, not a match by any means, but wow. What a moment. Uh, this is a, a dark horse from WrestleMania X7 from 2001. The Kane versus Raven versus Big Show hardcore title match where they drove around the arena on a golf cart and nearly ran over the electric oh yeah i fucking love that nearly shut down the entire show oh man uh i'm honestly surprised nobody else has mentioned this but maybe because it's it's dumb and gimmicky but the gimmick battle royal from wrestlemania x7 from 2001 uh they had yeah that's fun they hadn't really done anything like that and then, you know, this is, they fucking basically do a gimmick battle royal every time they do, you know, a Raw reunion show or whatever. It's, it's sad. They just trot these people out there, but at least they, they let these fuckers go out there and mix it up a little bit. And the, the Iron Sheik who could barely stand won the entire thing. Uh, another battle royal that I love from WrestleMania 2000 was the Hardcore Battle Royal 
where it was for the hardcore title, and every time someone pinned, the title changed hands, and the finish was fucked up. It was Hardcore Holly took JR's candy dish and smashed Taz over the head with it and then was supposed to get the pin, but like the the clock ran out and then the the ref's count didn't match up. It was so fucked up. But like and the saddest thing is Taz's best WrestleMania moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love Taz so much. Uh I wanted to mention Austin versus HBK from WrestleMania thirteen. Mostly because of the sweet chin music counter into the stunner, which they used in the uh, Nintendo sixty four games as as a <laughs> as a finisher, yeah, counter. And then uh, this one is is a personal pick, but my favorite match from WrestleMania twenty seven was Cody versus Rey Mysterio. It, just for some reason. That match, oh, yeah, that, really, is a good one. that match really did it for me. It was when Ray was uh, Captain America, and Cody was doing the the mask. Cody was Doctor Doom. Yeah, he was doing the mask bit. Uh, so I've been a Cody fan from way back when. Right, right, Mahoney, you 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 there with me? Uh yeah, you've probably liked Cody all along. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something you would do. <laughs> and then my list proper, I gave myself a rule that. I had to have watched these live. Not live in person, but live when the WrestleMania was happening. So I didn't pick anything from, you know, the the 80s or, you know, the post-Benoit era where I wasn't watching. Uh, these are all that I watched live. Uh, number six, I really liked the story that they told and the feel-good ending of Kofi versus Daniel Bryan from WrestleMania 35. I, I love Daniel Bryan's hemp belt. I love Kofi finally winning the title at WrestleMania, even though it ended up actually meaning not a goddamn thing in the long run. But it was cool, man. It was cool for him and the New Day and his kids to celebrate in the ring. Feel a good moment. Uh, I think this match got slept on by everybody, but I remember watching it and, and being incredibly impressed. Met the hype and exceeded it. But Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie from WrestleMania 34. I like, never saw that one. You absolutely you were there. Did. <laughs> one? We watched it together. We were in the same house. Oh. He was oh, probably watching Stars on his tablet. Probably, but like uh, I was probably playing with the uh, yeah, you know something. Yeah, no. Exactly what you were playing yeah. with. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that was the year where I kept saying that boy has a problem. <laughs> Him and his jazz cigarettes. Yeah. But Ronda Rousey with like the greatest WrestleMania debut of all time. And that was before things went downhill with all that and her character. And she looked great. And, you know, I'm not a, the biggest fan of Triple H and Stephanie, but they played just shit heels. And uh, I really enjoyed the match. Uh, number four. Rock Hogan, WrestleMania 18. Uh, we've said a lot about it, but like maybe the most iconic WrestleMania match of all time. I don't know. But up there, that's my number four. Uh, number three, I'm going to combine both the WrestleMania 2000 triangle ladder match and the WrestleMania X7 TLC match. Edge and Christian, Hardys, Dudleys. Uh, I was always kind of lukewarm on Edge and Christian. But I loved me some Hardys and some Dudleys. 
So yeah. it, it always pissed me off that Edge and Christian always ended up like sneaking out the win in those matches. But those guys had such great chemistry and good characters and uh, interesting body types and and people putting their bodies on the line, all that. And tag teams, like tag teams that that might have been the height of tag teams back then. Uh, number two, this might be a little controversial, and it's a twofer. Uh, two Cena matches, but because it kind of got me back into wrestling, that Miz Cena match from WrestleMania twenty seven. Uh, oh, where with, Miz gets super concussed. Right, right. But you know, uh, Rock wasn't involved was involved in the whole lead up to it. Uh, so it was kind of like a three way shit talking. Miz came out dressed as the Rock that one time. Uh, and then the whole hate me the, now video package. I was gonna say that video package yeah. is so good. Like people really shit on that main event these days, but for for my first WrestleMania, getting back into things and being like a huge Miz fan at the time, uh, I really liked that. And then the Rock versus Cena match the year later, where Rock ended up winning. Uh, not the biggest fan of the one where Rock tore his abductors and Cena ended up winning, but. Yeah, those two <laughs> and his his intestines tried to leak out through his abs. <laughs> yeah, but those uh those two Cena matches one year after the other uh, are up there, and it was great to see the Rock back. And then my number one, all three Austin Rock matches. We got WrestleMania 15, WrestleMania X7, and WrestleMania 19. Uh, no bigger rivalry in I think WWE history, WrestleMania history. You know, I can't pick a favorite of the three because, you know, back then it was WrestleMania is coming. It's Austin versus Rock time. You know, yeah. for, for three years there in the thick of things, the only reason you didn't get Austin versus Rock because one of them was injured or one of them was filming a movie or something. But that colors WrestleMania for me for, for forever. Uh, and then, Jose, you want to give us uh, Eric Magnus's list? All right. Here we go. I've been watching wrestling since the late 70s, but didn't watch pay-per-views until 2000. Late so 70s. List, been OG. So my list is in no particular because I'm not a WrestleMania guy. Number six, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker both times. Number five, Money in the Bank matches, especially with Shelton Benjamin. Yep. Yep. Uh, number four, first TLC matches at WrestleMania. Number three, the night Daniel Bryan won the championship. <laughs> number two, Yamiko Mania. Uh, for a few WrestleManias, my girl, Yamika came over and she would watch them with me a few matches, watch a few matches with me. What? <laughs> Wait, she would watch with me. After a few matches, she would always say, "Time, time for, <laughs> time for Yumiko Mania," and she'd jump on me and wanted me to put her in the last ride, small package, and a schoolboy any wrestling position I could use as a sex position. She wanted to try. <laughs> Fuck yeah! One uh, A, Brock versus Undertaker. I list it only because I love the reaction from the fans when he lost that made my night because I wanted him to lose. His old <laughs> ass shouldn't have been in the ring in the first place. Damn. 
one B. Hiromi Mania in 2011. My girl Hiromia came over, and since the week before, I I lasted through a session with her through a viewing of sh- of a Shrek movie, and she <laughs> wanted to try it with all the WrestleMania. And she told me if I can last, she'll do anal. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> to a star, a Red Bull, and a sexual surge without her knowing it, and, I, and it was all she wrote. So wait, they banged for the entire length of a <laughs> Shrek movie. Of a Shrek movie, <laughs> and then tried to and do a WrestleMania and a WrestleMania. Imagine trying to do WrestleMania this year. You got to do it two nights, three and a half hours. <laughs> Last year was, was that better than the one six? Oh my god! Oh my god! You kind of want to stretch it over the yeah. two weekends. This is kind of the weekend to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! That that popped me with track. <laughs> oh, <Holy laughs> pretty great. <laughs> I was not expecting a Shrek run in. <laughs> Donkey. <laughs> I have realized that the best part about. Donkey, uh, if I fuck through WrestleMania, she'll let me put it in her ass. I'm trying to find the run times of the Shrek movies. Uh, Shrek was 90 minutes. Shrek 2 was 92 minutes. And Shrek the third, 92 minutes. So They got Damn. a formula. Uh, the best part about these stories is that this is kind of like remember that stage in popcast history where Kerouac found himself single yeah and yeah. he just started showing up with all these dating stories and and hookup stories They're and all rather disgusting yeah we were all kind of like oh these are kind of yucky sometimes and they made me feel it's bad. great sometimes a whore it's Kerouac's relationship corner I almost died the first time I heard that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, these stories are what those stories wanted to be. Yeah, this is what he... Kerouac wishes he was Eric Magnus. Yeah, Kerouac would be like, yeah, I was at some bar, and then I drove home drunk. And what he really wanted to say is, I had to fuck my girl for the entire length of a Shrek movie so that I could do <laughs> anal. Like, what are we going to do when we find out this is Kerouac? Oh, God, there's no way. There is no way. Love it. I think we need to have Jose read Eric Magnus's <laughs> yeah. things from now on. <laughs> 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 uh, that's so good. Uh, so Imagine being like, you want to watch Shrek? Only if we can fuck for the entire time. And if you last, you get to put it in my butt. Wow. Well, not my butt. <laughs> no Jose's butt. <laughs> put it in the intro. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> that's it, Jose. You can't make me come before Shrek ends. It's going in your butt. <laughs> so Kelly, you've been home from gonna, work for. I'm gonna jerk you off don't last, all of Shrek so I can put it in Jose's butt. <laughs> if you don't last, I get to put it in your butt. Oh, oh, oh man! Double double prize. Stakes I win no matter what. No, you don't want that, Kelly. Think <laughs> think about that that black man sitting on the edge of that bed. Think if you want that in your butt. Him and his book bag's coming for you. <laughs> his little knapsack he's walking around. He's got a goddamn <laughs> lunchbox with a canteen in it. His dick fupa. When he travels, he just slings it over his shoulder and then whistles at the town. 
it looks like one of those sea cucumbers that that Asian chick bit into and exploded all over her face that Mahoney sent us all. Okay, was Mahoney trying to convince you that the, that the sea cucumber is barking like a dog? Yes. No, but I did send him the picture of me trying to convince you that it was barking like a dog. No, he tried to convince me, too. Did I? Yes. <laughs> no, 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 but only the one time. I sent the initial message that said it barked like a dog, but then Kelly, I went back and forth with it, made him watch it a few right, times. Right, yeah. I didn't acknowledge your it made it bark like a dog thing, because yeah. I, I didn't want to engage that. <laughs> uh, you said you sent it to me and said, it barks like a dog, and I said, disgusting. <laughs> You're welcome. Absolutely terrible. So, uh, Kelly, you've been home from work for a, a week now? A week. A week? So, do you have comics to talk about? Eh. No? There are yeah. no comics. Comics I mean, aren't being know. created or shipped, and Diamond's going out of business. Yeah. yeah. Comic banded. Uh, There's only the Iron Throne. I'll talk about a manga I read real fast. Okay. Um, I'm pretty keen on comic books. Especially the ones about superheroes. So, I read volume one of Raw Hero. It is a new superhero manga by the guy that does Prison School. Uh, if you know anything about that series, uh, there's a lot of big-ass boobies in it. Uh, this is no different. Uh, but this one is weird in a way I was not expecting. Uh, so the main character is an orphan who is raising his two younger brothers and trying to you know, put food on the table for him. And he's going to a job interview. And while he's on the train, he sees this dude groping a girl on the train. And he's like, well, do I step in? But what if this makes me late to my interview? And so he eventually does step in. And he and the guy and the girl get off at the next train station. And that's when the guy reveals that, no, 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 I wasn't groping her. This was just groping play. They're actually together. And he's like, well, you know what? You're such a good guy. Hold on. Let me call the place you're going to interview at and tell him why you're going to be late. So he does that. And then the guy's like, no, don't come in for the interview. This is all disgusting. <laughs> Imagine getting a call. Be like, hey, hey, hey. I know you wanted to interview Kelly. But uh, anyways, he's going to be late because you see what I was doing is I was pretending to molest my girlfriend on the train because she's into that stuff. And then Kelly stepped in, and it was you know, a big misunderstanding. So anyways, he's on his way to the job interview right now. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's what happened. So then the guy was like, hold on, you need a job. Let me give you a job. And he's like, well, what do you do? And he, he works for like a superhero. Like he's basically works at their, he's like it, their agent or, or whatever. You know, he kind of like tells them, yeah, he's their Coulson. And he's like, you know, no one's ever tried to stop me on the train like you did. And he's like, and the, the guy's like, I don't know how no one noticed. You're doing it right now here in this diner. <laughs> and the guy's like, see, no one else knows noticing it either. And he's like, it's very obvious that your fingers are in your girlfriend right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, well, all right. Well, he's like, you got the job. So he goes, so what I need you to do is go. You'll be like a secret agent for me pretty much and he'll be going like doing undercover work to like do recon for the heroes so what he does is he's like all right so before you go to this meet you just have to interview for a job like that's essentially what you're going undercover in the bad guys world he's like you'll go to this locker and you open the key and inside will be a suitcase with everything you need for the job 
He's like, there'll be like a whole dossier for you to read based on, you know, your backstory and stuff. So read all that. So the guy goes to the locker, takes out the suitcase, goes into the bathroom to put on whatever clothes are in there. And he opens it up and it's like a schoolgirl outfit. And he's reading through the notes and he's like, what the fuck is this? And it's like this whole backstory on how this girl wants to be an idol and she's her dad's dead and she's like wearing his shirt as a memorial for him. And he's like, what the, how am I supposed to be a villain doing this? Then you kind of smash cut to the guy and his girlfriend that he was, had his fingers in earlier in a love hotel. (laughs) And he opens up a suitcase and finds like a suit and all these documents about like a person's history and realized he gave him the wrong suitcase. And that was supposed to be the suitcase for his girlfriend for their, uh, for their play that day and he's like oh shit now he's gonna read about my original character and all the lore i've set up i have to kill him <laughs> he's some... like well maybe the villains will kill him for me <laughs> is this a manga or is this an eric magnus story this is a manga but it could very well be an eric magnus story so the guy is like you know what screw it he puts on the the all the girls clothes and goes into the interview and he gets that job <laughs> <laughs> he gets that job but one of the villains is dressed like an elephant and when they start to tell him to leave he goes up to the elephant and starts sucking on his trunk and the elephant's like no you don't have to do that anymore <laughs> we're gonna set you up with a better life oh my god <laughs> it's fucking bizarre So, yeah, if uh, that sounds interesting at all to you, pick up Raw Hero Volume 1. Oh, it sounds interesting, for sure. <laughs> oh, boy. You guys got anything you want to talk about? Uh, no, just see you next week where we're going to talk about sandwiches. Oh, yeah. we're going to settle this debate on hot dogs once and for all. <laughs> yeah, it, Jose, if you don't have You're- anything else you want to talk about besides puzzles and Game of Thrones... Your evidence proved my <laughs> argument. No, it did not. Yeah, it did. And yeah. everyone agreed. The ar- I, I think the argument's done. Look at that picture of J-Lo and tell me that it <laughs> proves your argument. Well, yeah, go back to the tape listen to everything I said. It's a plain hot dog. Yeah, and she's ruining it. You can't even see the top. You have no idea if it's a plain hot dog. No, no that's a plain they, hot dog. If it wasn't plain, it would be all the fuck over right. everything. And yeah, the picture it's... directly over it is a hot dog with mustard clearly on the top and the bottom of it. Yeah. But with, clearly with on the, the top, it's just and he's mustard. got it completely that's sideways. Just, that's just mustard. Yeah, but also that one is sandwiched, like literally sandwiched between the two sides of the bun. And most of the toppings were on the bottom. Yeah. Which is exactly hey what I said to begin with. Hey, so we're going to do top six sandwiches next week because of this this whole controversy. If you want to put a fucking hot dog well, on yeah, your top... Yeah, if you're going to put top six sandwiches, six different hot dogs you've turned sideways. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just have pictures. Have pictures. Show me how you put the toppings in. I want this in steps. I want a hot dog. I want toppings. And then I want you to turn it sideways and eat it without everything yeah. going everywhere. I really want to sit down at a Portillo's with Mahoney, and everyone gets a Chicago dog, and everyone eat it the way that they think it's supposed to be eaten, and then we'll see how many toppings hit the table. I really want that, too. 
Okay, let's do it. Let's go to Portillo's. Challenge let's accepted. Fucking do it, <laughs> guys. I don't uh, think we can go to Portillo's right now. As oh, soon yeah. as we can. So, Jose, the other topic that was up for debate. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, we decided that a hot pocket, a jalapeno popper. No, 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 no. You, you said we decided. You decided yeah. this. No, 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 no. There was agreement. <laughs> no, no, no. There was no. agreement. No. A hot pocket, a jalapeno <laughs> popper, a pizza roll, and an apple turnover, and an uncrustable. Those are all different forms of ravioli. Mm. See, hmm. and I'm saying if you're going to get loose with the language about what a sandwich is, if an uncrustable is a sandwich because it's, it's bread. It's ravioli. Yeah, but it's bread and it's peanut butter and jelly in the middle. If that's a sandwich and it is a ravioli, then that it's makes not. it it's a ravioli. Wrap, then it is a sandwich. Then that makes raviolis sandwiches. It's not, though. Because it's, it's a ravioli. bread and, and filling. You could make an argument that raviolis are wraps. Yeah, but, but here's... <laughs> if it's got its own classification... A ravioli and a burrito are the same thing. No. No. Ravarito? You know, potatoes are just ground raviolis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, that's it. That's it. We will see you fuckers next week when we do our top, top six, six sandwiches. <laughs> Thank you for tuning Ravioli's in. Ravioli's like, I fucking hate you, Bob. It storms <laughs> off to its room. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to all of uh, Kelly's homies at Voices of Wrestling for submitting your list. Thank you to everybody else for submitting your top six WrestleMania matches, including you, Mahoney. Uh, and then next week we'll do top six sandwiches. Hopefully Lee will be back. We'll all be back. What the top fuck six else? six raviolis that aren't ravioli. <laughs> what the fuck else are we going to do but <laughs> talk about ground raviolis? Uh, you know... Twitter, Facebook, Discord's where shit's popping off. We barely even post on Twitter or Facebook anymore, so get with the times. Um, yeah, uh, subscribe on YouTube every Tuesday night. You know how it goes. Uh, thank you guys for coming to the chat and hanging out, and then uh, we'll do this again next week with our top six sandwiches. Uh, thank you to Kelly Harris, our good buddy Mahoney, and Jose Guzman. I am Jason Nice. This has been the Popcast, and uh, we'll see you motherfuckers next week. Good night. Love you. Bye-bye. Google something. Holy shit. You fucking Google ass bitch. I didn't want to say it. What are you, some kind of bitch? Whoa, 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 whoa. You fucking Google ass bitch. Why you keep fucking asking, dude? You fucking Google ass bitch. That's it. Show's over. We're done. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>